Well, I'm not proud of it, and I scolded her and we punished her adequately. However, she's got a taste for dick now. That is the sound of episode 69 beginning. Thanks for listening once again. This is Woo. Andrew. Uh, we got Welcome to Super House. That's Stefan. We have, of course, Maddie is back. And then we have special Game of Thrones uh, correspondent Matt Rakoff with us once again. Mike. Mike. <laughs> Mike Rakoff. I, too many beers. I, yeah, I've had too many beers. Yo, yo. <laughs> so, oh, man, that was awful. All right. Um, <laughs> so, so, Matt. I uh, enjoyed it. <laughs> we want to do more Game of Thrones shit again, of course. So uh, you wanted to start off immediately with uh, your the top five fights from uh, Game of Thrones. Top five fights? Or the, or the prediction, the main prediction. You okay. can choose. All right. Um, let's go with the prediction first. All right. So my prediction for this one, my fan prediction... <laughs> is that the history of the Mad King is going to repeat itself, except this time it will be a Mad Queen with Cersei Lannister wanting to nuke Westeros with pig shit. And her fate will meet the same one as the old Mad King, which will be killed by the Kingslayer, Jamie Lannister, her brother and lover. And he will become the Queenslayer as well. That's my prediction. Really? So, wait, wait, wait. What is your reasoning behind this? I mean, I know the parallel is cool, but anything other than just the parallels. Well, if you think about it, I think Cersei has always made it clear that she doesn't give a shit about anyone except her family. Right. And her family's dead. Right. So there's really no one left she cares about. So basically people coming, you know, to take her off the throne. I just feel like she's basically going to lose her fucking mind and want to basically kill everybody and... She might even ask Jamie to go, you know, kill Tyrion, especially right. when she finds out he's advising, you know, uh, Daenerys. So I think that's, and I think that Jamie, my reasoning behind Jamie actually doing what he's, what I'm saying he's going to do is that I think that after he got back and saw that she was on the throne and Tommen was dead, I think that he, he's going to blame her and he's just going to reach his boiling point. That's interesting. What do you guys think about that? I, think I mean, that's a pretty sound theory. <laughs> so I think it's utter garbage. Sound, <laughs> Just kidding. I don't think Just that's kidding. Sound, so. That's kidding. It's amazing. So, uh, condescending or scrutinizing. Um, I think that about especially about um cersei like that that makes a lot of sense like her just like just the, now all she has is really I mean, I guess she kind of has her brother still. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's always been spiteful. But yeah, she's gonna be hateful. Yeah, she's she's not gonna she's not gonna bat an eye at anybody like in terms of killing them. She's like, nope, nope, nope. I think we're gonna see a lot of supporting characters drop off. What do you think's gonna be the quick here? Um, the final straw that'll that'll make Jamie kill her? Because so far he's been in support of her no matter what. Ooh. I think something's. Yeah. Do you think that's what'll happen? I think something's gonna hit the fan with Tyrion. I think oh, something, really? something yeah. that we haven't seen. Obviously, yeah. she's already wished him dead, so it can't be that. But something yeah. is going to escalate where whether it's she's about to Tyrion's kill him. Tyrion's going to kill her. 
He's going to choose between her or Tyrion. Yeah, and he's going to choose Tyrion. That's my guess. So wow. Wow, that'd be dope. Yeah, it's going to be fucking know, sick, bro. Because we saw some goodness in in Jamie recently. We saw like a good side to him. Yeah. But what does it all mean? What does it all mount to? That's what I love about it. Yeah. I guess. Him choosing Tyrion is the good side, though, in this scenario side. that you have. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. And he said, "Curse the God." He said before, um, after Joffrey died spoiler alert that he um, <laughs> uh he said curse the gods for making me love a hateful woman so he does hate the fact that he loves this woman it's not oh like, shit it's pure love that it, happens yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> it happens from time uh, to time you see co- uh emotions are complicated, <laughs> <It's a> complicated. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm that's in the books <laughs> yes bro it's in the show. No, it was in, it was in the show. He said it um, wait. after. Wait, well, wait, who are you talking about died? I thought you meant Jamie. No, Joffrey. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was like they were standing over his body. Right, yeah, I do remember that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about Jamie. I was like, I forgot a lot of what happened last season. but. So he's, I mean, he's always had sort of like mixed emotions about her in, to begin with. And and maybe they don't go that way. Maybe they do. But like, I do, I do think that... Um, that that's the best bet. I can't imagine anybody killing her because she has to die. Anybody killing her would be more fitting than Jamie. And and she's done nothing but win, really, for the most part. I mean, everything that she's come across, she completely destroys everybody in her yeah. path. She gets what she wants. So I could see her going just mad with power. Yeah. She, yeah. Totally. <clears throat> when she sat on the throne, you definitely got the feeling like like there's this element of like, is that sort of like what you've always wanted? This whole protecting your children thing, you know, has it always just been about like staying the queen or staying in power? Like her hate for Marjorie. Right, right, right. So, do you think it'll go? This is sort of a tangent, but do you think it'll go the easy route where Tyrion will become the 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 top guy at the end, or is that too easy? I don't. I think it'll be Daenerys. Yeah, I don't think. I think Tyrion has proven that he's like probably the best hand of the king in in the lands but i don't know if he would make a good king right he doesn't give a shit yeah he doesn't want all that on his shoulders they would call him the drunk little king king (laughs) little drunky (laughs) or something no make plays about him about him being drunk to me i think daenerys winning too would also be kind of boring i I don't want her to win actually waiting for it in a way it's just everything she does too she's okay i like the fact that she sets slaves free and stuff and the dragons are pretty cool at times but also uh, i don't know man she just the she dragons are pretty boring. cool at times god damn it andrew she comes off as boring to me the dragons uh, are much cooler than she is well i agree who daenerys? dragons are fucking cool as shit daenerys is just i don't know but, man her, her whole story is just kind of boring i mean the thing with daenerys because drago got killed off drogo yeah they'd have been a nice pair together oh, if yeah. they kept him alive but they would have um her with Sir Jorah, the most interesting thing she did for me personally, my my personal opinion, was her saying, "You cannot kill yourself, Sir Jorah." Right. That's sort of yeah, you're right. To me, that was the, that was the, that was the yeah. most interesting thing that had that happened to her. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it, it yeah. definitely was a while before we saw like something yeah. something difficult out of her. Yeah. Besides yeah. trying to play politics. Like yeah. Something difficult, like a difficult emotional decision that she had to make. Like she actually gives a shit about this guy, at least to some yeah. degree. You think? Do you have any prediction for him before we get to the fight thing? 
for Sergiora? It's so wide open with him. I, yeah. I really don't have anything on him. I mean, I, I mean, I'm curious. I definitely want to know what happens with him. Um, but he he's one of the most interesting characters, for right? Sure. If he if he dies from the rock disease, also that's too easy. Yeah. Nothing is that easy in Game of Thrones, There's you know. So yeah. All right, you guys have any more questions about the predictions and shit? Mm, nah, man. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just ready for that I'm, season I'm to start, man. I'm yeah, like, I'm, I'm ready for the ride, so. Me too. Seven um, episodes and then six for the season after, and then we're done. Six next year. Sounds yeah. sounds great. 13 total. It sounds fucking going to be 13 really good Game of Thrones movies in the next two years. Yeah. Fucking A, man. Yep. All right, dude. Let's go. Let's move straight on into the fucking your top five fights. All right. Start with the lowest first, of yeah. course. Um, okay, so it was tough because originally I wanted to start out with basically like one-on-one -on -one fights, not like battles, but like more like right. But there were a couple where multiple people were involved, and I couldn't leave it out. So um, the first one, number five on my list, would be uh, Tormon Giant. Giants Bane versus Small John Umber in the Battle of the Bastards when they're all clumped together and he's headbutting. There was like this scene where like no one could move and he was headbutting Tormon the Wildling, and uh, I thought Tormon was gonna yeah. die. I just thought that that was like such a right. Epic yes, story. I remember that. Yeah, you know, he was like his nose was broken. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I thought that was pretty awesome. Um, Number four, I'm going with Sir Barristan versus the Sons of the Harpy. Sir Barristan and Grey Worm when they fought in the alley. And Sir Barristan. Oh, that was a great fight. Yeah. Hell yeah, that show was awesome. <laughs> I mean, Sir Barristan, like, when Love you go, that. if you go back to when Cersei dismissed him and he said, I am a knight, I'm going to die a knight. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, what, what more, what would be a better way to go for a knight than sort of like fighting in a back alley with like a freed slave trying to protect the. The abolishment of slavery, like that was like an honorable way to go. That was last season two, right? That was season no season five. Oh, okay. Four, no season five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Forget sometimes, man. Number three, I'm going Brianna Tarth versus the Hound. Oh, dude, which was just oh, this epic, yeah. long drawn out. Oh, that's one of the best. Combat. Yes, yeah. of course. I love that fight, man. Um. Yeah, that that seems pretty awesome and just had a lot of stakes and everything. Um, number two, um, I'm going Mountain versus Viper. Number two. Okay. Yeah. And obvious reasons there. Can't leave it off the list. It's obvious, but it's you know um, amazing. And then number one, I'm gonna go Ned Stark versus the Sword of the Morning. Ned Stark, um, the flashback scene. Oh yeah. On that fight, and the reason yeah. I'm going that. The choreography, like the sword fighting was amazing, but also like we learned so much, like the fact that he even lied about that fight to begin with to everybody, that yeah. he had help mm -hmm. to kill him. And it just like, it, it, we thought he was like this honest guy for basically the entire show. And then you learn that like, wow, there's like more to Ned Stark than we knew, you know? So that's my list, I'm sticking with it. That's amazing, dude. I, I think my personal favorite is probably the Brienne one. Cause you just like that's that shit was just brutal, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, awesome. I mean, you don't, and also, I mean, you gotta say, I mean, you, you don't see many women fight like that on TV. I'd like to see more of it, yeah. But that that shit was like, 
and it wasn't like a rape scene either. It was just a fight, like like two dudes would be fighting. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And so that was. Up. They were like the same size. Yeah. You know, same yeah. strength. Exactly. That shit was fucking great, man. Yeah. I can't think any of any like. Uh, fights offhand that I, I mean, other than that one that I think that would be better than that. Well, the Viper, the one with the Viper and that other guy, what was his name? Uh, the Mountain? The Mountain, yeah. Viper, yeah. Yeah, that one also sticks, is in my that memory. That was cool, well. yeah, I love that yeah. one. Pop. I like that, uh, I, I like the uh, battle where Jon Snow dies, like that whole event. Oh, that yeah, yeah, whole, yeah. That whole yeah. fucking thing is just yeah. like, well choreographed, and it's just like so, you're just like on the edge of your fucking seat the entire fucking battle, and Loved it. Yeah, that was a really good one. There's a lot of ones that, that I basically had to leave off. I had a list of like maybe like 20 I was looking at. <laughs> oh, there's probably a whole list online, huh? There's a lot of lists. Yeah, there's like a top 50. You know, oh, you, my you God. It up. Um, yeah, a lot of good ones. I wanted to put Arya Stark and Walter Frey on it. Right. But I went with the, the, yeah. the Thormon one or Small John Number because yeah. it's like such, it was just different. Like most of the fights we see are like swords or something. This was just like headbutting, and then he bit his neck. Like right, yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. Conventional fight. Oh, you know what? Other fight really sticks in my mind. It's when Braun fought that dude at the with the with the portal the, at with the, the veil. Yeah. yeah, that was a really good one. Just the fact the way he said at the end, the the queen or whatever says, "You fight with no honor," yeah. and he goes, "He did." That's some fucking yeah, gangster that's shit, dude. I, yeah. I love that scene. Dude. Yeah. That's, really cool too. That I, on the that's yeah. one of the things that make you love Game of Thrones. Is like, it's in a fantasy world, but the fighting is done pretty, like, pretty realistic. It's real. Yeah. Like, Braveheart style. Like yeah. the the people that fight with honor, dude, they're not gonna live, bro. Right. Like these people that fight dirty, Best they gonna live. Yeah. yeah. It's like the whole uh, in the Patriot with. Uh, yeah. Well, Mel Gibson. Yeah, with Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He yeah. wasn't like lining up. He was going into the woods and you know, killing these people like sort of like in a very unconventional way. Right. That's. I mean, yes. I, that kind of shit. I love. I love that shit. Yeah. You guys ready to move on into the roster selections? Yeah. Okay. Just so wait. Was, I just wanted to say one thing. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Companion to to his list. I wasn't sure exactly what the lists were all. My bad. But um. Uh, Arya Stark, when she first, um, I forget exactly when it was, it's its her, they're in a pub, she does that like, she pulls out needle and she does that like slide. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And she slices the dude's Achilles or whatever, like that whole sequence of moments is probably one of my most favorite moments in the whole show. And then when she killed that like rapist dude. Oh yeah. For, oh, uh, whatever he was, I forgot what he was. Eyes. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah, that was- yeah, that shit was awesome. But anyway, I just yeah. wanted to add to that. Very good um, ones. Good shit. Yeah. All right, Matty, you've been quiet for a second. Can we let's start off? So, for, well, first, I guess, oh, for the shit. listener, uh, we, we thought of uh, doing a, like, dream team list of, like, a Game of Thrones draft, since this weekend is the NFL draft. This is Mike's idea. Yeah. And uh, so it's a list of seven. Actually, Maddie has uh, three lists, but anyway, the idea is the list of seven of people. I was thinking those people that you're going to battle with, but but then other people said uh, Mike and Maddie. They were saying that it's whoever to win the Game of Thrones for the whole thing, which I guess is slightly different. But um, 
which is fine. Just th just think of it. Yeah, I guess just your Game of Thrones dream team for for something. Yeah. You explain why your dream team is formed or something. And they've had conversations in the show about like what what you know wins the you know the throne in the first place. They've had real conversations about is it an army? Right. You know, is it a claim to the right. throne? You know, like what is it? So I think different lists are good. Is it brains, brawn? Yeah. Probably a little bit of both. All right, Maddie, what's up, dude? All right, I'm gonna give my two like kind of jokey ones first. Um, so my first one that I thought of is like just to all the animals, they win it. The dragons oh, and the dogs, whoever's left, like all the creatures. The only, Maddie's creature all the creatures. List. That's epic. Yeah. The dire wolf list, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's only two fucking left, but there are still three dragons at this point, so. I thought that would be a funny one because I was like, when I was thinking about this this list and like what it would entail, I was like, so if I pick said character, do I get their animal or do I, I have to? Did, but that's no, I, I assumed no. you did as well. Uh, yes. No, that's what I assumed as well. I mean, if okay. that motherfucker's following you around, that's just part of that character. Yeah. All right. So then my other one was, which I'm kind of hesitant. <laughs> I should just use it as my list is Knights King and the White Walkers. They just fucking ransack everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's uh, there's not a lot of um fucking god damn it what's the name of the stuff that kills them i'm like oh, the worst oh, game of Thrones. dragon glass dragon glass yeah. yeah yeah um but i just like that's more of my that's like my creature lists because i would just love for that to happen but my real list is uh i don't know if we need to pick like who's gonna sit on the throne not necessarily but... i wouldn't say so okay all right so i'm going with all the starks john sansa aria Bronn, and here's my and Benjen. oh yeah Okay. Yeah, because I think you got to have a little half White Walker in there. I mean, you already got one undead guy. You need someone <laughs> who's on the other side of the White Walkers to see what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Um, then I would put Samuel Tarley in my list because that motherfucker knows and he killed the first White Walker ever. Yeah. I want that motherfucker on my side. Uh, yeah. And then I put Davo Seaworth because I fucking love that guy. He's a stand-up gent, even though he's did some bad shit in his life. <laughs> but I love his story so much. And I feel like he's just... I don't know. I need to see him staying in there at the end. But uh, that's that's my list because I fucking love the Starks, and that was like my big draw when I first when I read the first book. And I was like, holy fuck! I love all the Starks. It's so great. And then everything they went through throughout the series, I'm like, man, I don't know if I can handle any more of the motherfuckers dying. Yeah. No. Rock. So this show rider dies with the Starks for sure. When yeah. You're on screen, you're you're into the show. Yeah. Um, but that's just like my uh, my list. I, I'm, there's tons of other people that I was like, I want to put Tim yeah. on there. I want to put her on there. I want to put this <laughs> on there. But I was like, damn, seven. That's a low fucking number when you start thinking of a Game of Thrones characters. Because yep. when I initially thought about it, I was like, oh, these are my favorite. And then I was like, but no, I like this. And I like Littlefinger. And I like, oh yeah, you know, but, I was just like, yeah. I, I want to put them yeah. in there. And it's like, before I knew it, it was like 12 people. And I was like, fuck, man. It was tough. Yeah. I yeah. So I'm going with the Stark clan, basically. And, uh, Hey, makes sense. I mean, yeah. I, I, that's what I would like to see. I would say I'd like to see Sansa on the on the throne. <clears throat> oh yeah, um, that's cool. I would like that as well, actually. Yeah, because uh, I think she's she's like at where she's at right now. She's learning the game, mm -hmm. and I think she's seen she's seen a lot more than other Starks because some of some of them are dead or been at other places. But <laughs> she's kind of been like she's seen like you know cersei and all her going ons and then like she's been through it man she and has. i think she's just getting stronger because of it and i think hopefully this season we'll see a definite um like turn i also don't think the starks would ever turn on one another 
I mean, I haven't read any of the books or anything, but I feel like they haven't seen each other for such a long time that there would be a lot of, like, maybe years down the road once they have kids and their kids become little shits or whatever, some of them would probably kill <laughs> one another. But yeah, I yeah. think it, for them all to be back together would be such a strong force. Yeah. and Especially with, like, where Arya is now and John and, like, you know. And just to touch on what you were saying about Sansa, if, like, she essentially in, in the Battle of the Bastards, rewatching that, she did save the North. I mean, John, yeah. John took him in, undermanned, you know, he just went right in and tried to fight Ramsey. And if she didn't call Littlefinger and bring the veil into the fold, they would have lost and the North would have been gone. Yep, exactly. So, yeah, she did, you know, she's smart. She knows what she's doing. She's earned yeah. it. She'd actually be interesting, too. You know, like I said, Daenerys or Jon Snow or Tyrion, any of those motherfuckers get on the throne, it's kind of boring. True. But so something about if Sansa got on, that would be definitely a lot more interesting, in my opinion. I honestly don't think Jon would take it. I think he's been like, I think once you come back from the dead, it's just like, nah, there are other things going on in the fucking world than <laughs> yeah. fucking being the king of something. But totally. I think I, I think he wants totally. to see his family rise back up to like, yeah, you know, the Stark name and everything that that stood for, you know, even yeah. though he's kind of, since he is the bastard and treated like one. But I feel like his family has always treated him like one of their own. So, you yeah, know, and I, I definitely job. think since, I definitely think since half of the a lot of them are dead that that I feel like they'll grow closer. I mean, who who knows? Maybe they'll end up killing each other in fucking the last season. I don't know, but you know, that, that scene, I would hate to see that. I would hate to see that. That scene in the last season where he's talking about when we had feasts, I would sit at the bastard table, and my real family would sit at the real at the real Stark table, and uh, and then the other person says, I think the Scarlet Witch, whatever her name is, she says. Uh, at least uh, you had a, feasts. That's a Marvel character, Andrew. <laughs> I just call her Scarlet Witch. <laughs> yeah. She says, "At least you had feasts," and that, that's the perfect thing to say, because I mean, he he did grow up grow up privileged as fuck, even though he was a yeah. bastard, you know. Yeah. I I think it just says a bunch about his character. So, um, Stefan, you want to go next? This is my list of characters, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, your roster. Moment. If you could, I mean, if you want to explain oh, like the reasons behind it. Did you make it make it for a battle or whoever or who you wanted to sit on the throne in the end or I don't know uh, some, some sort right. of your thinking your thinking right. behind it. Okay, um, I would do as my roster. I would do the three main wildling characters. I forgot what the main commander was who got killed uh, at the at the um, castle black. Mance. Mance, yeah, Mance Raider. Mance Raider, um, what's his name? Tol Tolman. I just pulled their names up. Fucking can't remember uh, their names. Thorman. The red, the other redheaded dude, and the redheaded chick. <laughs> Help me here, Mike. Oh, uh, you know nothing, John Snow girl. Egret's the girl. I'll, I'll need yeah. your assistance running down my list. Yeah, Egret, It would be the girl, and then um, uh, Thorman. Tolman. Tormund. Thorman. That's it. Thorman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and then and then so those three wildlings just because they're fucking. That's what I'm feeling, baby. I love that shit. Go for it. <laughs> and, <laughs> Dario Naharis, uh, uh, Dario uh, Daenerys's boy toy soldier boy. warrior yeah. motherfucker. Oh, that dude. That, yeah, yeah he's a, that dude's a badass. Honestly, if I was in this universe and I had a choice, I would be that motherfucker. Yeah. I dude. Uh, by the way, <laughs> speaking on that real quick, I thought that that he she yeah. was fucking three different dudes. I didn't know that they were just recasting that motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> I was so confused. Yeah. The entire show, by the way. Yeah, they recast him. 
Yeah. It's just so it's so shameless. But like, okay. what, what are you gonna do? Yeah. I like they got the first. The first guy, the first guy seemed like he was very Thor-like. He was very fantasy-like, and I could see that working yeah. more into the story. But since they had to recast him, I like that actor, Ed Screen. I saw him in um, what's that show about New Orleans? HBO. Trimmy. Trimmy. Wow, um, I didn't yeah. put he's that. A, he's a bad Yeah, he is a good actor. Yeah, he he's a good actor. But I like that character a lot, and he's done good with it. Um, so he would be on my team. As well as fucking Ross, Davros, he'd be like the voice of reason. He'd Davros. be like my consult. Yeah, yeah. I, this is me trying to become king in the Game of Thrones. <laughs> you. So this okay. is where I base my list off of. <laughs> yeah. So da- Davros would be my. Um, he would be my fucking like voice of reason, my counsel, and I would listen to him. Yeah. Because I just he, he that's what he is. You know, he's just fucking great like that. I would have Bronn on my team. I'd be paying all this money to get this motherfucker just to stick around <laughs> and fight for me and do. But I would outsend him. Side note: perfect Game of Thrones stealth game. Brawn on missions, killing motherfuckers. Anyway, that's my idea. Oh, for sure. Um, cool so far. Is that seven? Uh, Seems like that? not Sorry, enough. Is that seven? Not enough. That's five, right? One, two, uh, three, maybe four, five. Yeah. Okay. So I got two more. Um, so I would do Arya Stark. She'd be my main general. <laughs> yeah. She'd be me and her and Davros would work together to be like, what's the best fucking shit we can possibly put together? Um, and then for my final person, it'd be um, probably Brianna Tarth. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. She's, she'd she'd be my powerhouse. She'd be my yeah. fucking wall. I'd have her commanding the front lines. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just fucking like shoot. Yeah, she would have command of like really great soldiers at the front lines. I'd have like the rationality and backbone of fucking Dario and the and the unpredictability of the wildling characters all mixed into my army. And we fucking storm that shit. And at the end <laughs> everybody gets pussy and beer. <laughs> And beer, and ale, <laughs> or mead. <laughs> mead. Yeah. There you go. What's uh? So is that that's yeah. your seven? We'd be smoking on that gilly weed. That's my seven. <laughs> that Gandalf dude. We cross over into that Gandalf weed. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna go next, Mike, because I want you to close us out right, on this much. section. All right. So my allegiance. I didn't think about this till Mike. Somebody else brought this up to me. But my so we talked about allegiances. For my list, my allegiance is going to be the many-faced god. Okay, there you go. not even a king, bro. I'm part of that warrior cult. <laughs> so my my list is Jaken Hagar. I love that because I don't know. I always thought he was a badass, and I I like the I just like that warrior cult shit. Like in the spy assassin. Uh, thing I just think they're so cool. They're essentially ninjas within the Game of Thrones universe. Yeah, you know, stealth kills and shit. So awesome. Naturally, Arya is my second place just because she's so close to that. And she has the training. I don't want that blonde girl, whatever her name is, that tried to kill Arya. Oh, she's dead. Isn't she? Is she, and she dead? Yeah, she oh, did. Yeah, oh, yeah, she yeah did. that's right. Yeah, Arya oh, killed her. Okay. Um, Brienne's on my team. And again, my my reasoning was this is going to be like a a battle, 
So it's like a, a mix between kind of ninjas and regular battlers, I guess. Uh, so yeah, Brienne's a badass. Got to have Brienne. Braun, again, he's a motherfucker that knows how to fight. Dirty as hell. He's he wins. I mean, he's not dead yet, so he wins all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, for uh, somebody that's not so dirty, Sir Jorah, he can fight. Yeah. He's not as dirty, but he can fight. He's, yeah, he's still got it. Yeah. A long in the tooth as Tyrion likes to say. Yeah, he's getting old, but he can still hold his own. So I, I'd want him in there. And then I'd want Tyrion flying on his dragon that everybody thinks he's got, that's going to happen. He's my number six. <laughs> I know Daenerys has her own dragon too, but she's not on my list. Uh, <laughs> something about Tyrion flying on a dragon is so awesome. Um, and then for my seventh one, I'm going to have Scarlet Witch resurrect Talissa Stark. Wow. She's going to resurrect Talissa Stark for me so I can just fuck her endlessly before <laughs> before I go fight. You have to have copious amounts of sex before battle. Wait, you didn't you didn't say we could we could keep one to well I guess you didn't say anything otherwise, but no, we're we like keep no one rules, as a an intimate Dude, when Una Chaplin <laughs> when Una Chaplin came on the screen, bro, it was almost like the first time I saw Monica Bellucci on Matrix Two. Yeah, I was me like, and Melisandre in the show. Who the fuck she, is this fucking chick? Like Una Chaplin? I don't know, dude. We saw her naked that time. I was so sad she died <laughs> in the red wedding. Like she was, yeah. she was amazing. So even though she she's not really a fighter, she's 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 on my list. Yeah, no, that's a good one. <laughs> Dang, I'm a stretch. <laughs> no editing. No editing. No, no editing. Oh no, not at all. Badlings didn't pick Melisandre. <laughs> All right, Mike. I took th- I took this seriously. I'm like some of you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, sex is serious before you die, bro. That, I'm take. Hey, I, I mean, I just Andre's breast. She does have nice boobies. All right. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So, all right. I'm, my list um, is yeah, just the. The top seven people I think would win me, whether it's a battle or a throne or anything I need. Um, I'm going number one, Jon Snow. Obviously, leadership qualities, proven warrior. You know, and he's honorable, he's likable. Um, number two, I'm going Daenerys. Uh, people love her, leadership qualities, and I want her dragons. I need her dragons. <laughs> yeah, she would, she, it's a package deal, I'd say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then third, I'm going Tyrion. He's the probably the best advisor on the show. Sir Davos is a close second. Uh, Tyrion's intelligent, and he's also a proven battle commander. Uh, he won the Blackwater. I don't care what anybody says. It was Tyrion. Um, <laughs> number four, I'm going Brandon Stark because he's a, he's got war capabilities. He can turn into a dragon or a wolf or whatever I need. Uh, and he's the key to defeating any White Walkers. And clearly, Maddie has a list out there that could you know bring some. Some serious it's true harm. yeah it's true. About bringing the whole white walker clan that's um, my fucking team yeah um, number five i'm going gray worm because he's a leader he's a proven commander of like a large army that's true i forgot about gray worm yeah he's battle proven he's loyal um and he's got a good story uh, yeah mm-hmm. brianna tarth is number six she's committed she's loyal and basically it was brianna or the hound for me here and I went with Brienne because of that alone. I know that she's not going to abandon me on the battlefield. She's more honorable, dude. Yeah, yeah. for and sure. The, the Hound, as cool as he is, he's got like 
he's got shit going on, man. It's like he's too distracted with his brother and like I just need you to be on the field. I need right. you, you know, fight for me. So uh and then my last one's Arya because she's a proven assassin and quite frankly she could end a war or a battle before it begins by just going in and killing somebody if I need her to. So that's my seven. That's the shit. Sweet. There it is. Awesome. I just thought of this since since we're on this little kick here. Mm-hmm. Who's everybody's like least favorite character in the whole fucking show? Every time this person shows up on screen, you just like, ugh. Uh, I don't think I have one. I think everyone uh, plays an integral part to uh, the story. Yeah. Like I need to know what everyone's doing. I'd say if anyone kind of bugs me, but I think it's just the way his character is, his little finger. I just, oh, he's so like. Just his little face. I hate it. I know when he comes on, I'm like, you're up to no good. You are up to no good, sir. Dude, he's but one I of my love favorite. It it's like, he's a I need him. He's one of my I favorite villains, I man. I think he's a great villain, bro. Yeah. He's awesome. Um, I, As far as least favorite, I don't know. I mean, I would... Part of me feels like I would go with... As far as like just like me not liking that character, it's uh, Cersei. As far as like just watching a show, it's probably denarius i think what they did with denarius really sucked yeah because early on i really was like behind her <laughs> i dug her but now i'm like kind of viewing her as this person like actually i other than Tyrion, i don't like her i view her as an antagonist like i'm with the north like i want the north to take over and she doesn't like the starks because they helped overthrow her dad and you know so she's actually one of my least favorite people i'd have to agree i think i think probably denarius is one of my least favorite, if not probably probably my least favorite character in the show. I don't, I don't know why, man. I feel like they just like she's she's kind of written to be a crowd favorite. Yeah. It's it's too. Yeah. It's almost like she's the Jon Snow. Like Jon Snow is also written to be that way. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. She's comes off as more annoying for some reason. I'm not, I'm not sure why. The, the one thing about Daenerys that hurts her, as far as like my popularity goes, is most of the characters in the show have been torn down like right in front of our eyes our favorite characters like stripped away like Tyrion's lost everything Jon Snow died you know and came back like, right right most right. of the characters that we love have lost everything the hound same thing yeah yeah and yeah now transformed into these new different people right her story all that happened to her but it happened off screen it happened before when she was a baby right you know, right lost, and we didn't get to see it right so I, I can see that yeah that's one of the reasons that she doesn't have the appeal for me right like some of the other characters do but yeah, John, same thing. But then they did kill him. Like John was written as this, you know, this bastard character. Everything already happened. Right. But then he did love and lose. So. Yeah. Stefan, do you have one or no? One what? Like least favorite character in the whole show. <laughs> you there, bro? Yeah, Jorah. Really, you don't like Sir Jorah? I can get behind Stephen's look in his eye. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. Too goody yeah. two shoes to trust? You know. He, no, he's it's just, just something he, about him. Boy. He's got this you look in his eye. His love for her is a little bit <laughs> a little bit weird. Do some and dumb she, shit and try and kill her. Really? Like if I can't have her, no one can type of thing yeah. or what? Yeah, no, I don't really think that exactly. I just, I don't know what it is exactly about him. It, it like, he's totally like not. I just don't. Well, I like his turn of story. I like the character. I don't like the actor. Really, <laughs> that guy rubs me the wrong way. 
yeah, I can yeah, kind of see that. But I, 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 I think that, I, oh man, I'd like for him to remain pure-hearted, but I can also see where you're but, coming from, where he could yeah, make a turn for the worst. I, I do. He's a creepy old man, dude. Like he seems, he, yeah, he's a creepy <laughs> old man. He seems like a he seems like he seems like a noble character. I am pretty sure he is a noble character, but some about him is off. Some about him is is sinister. You're saying he's too pure, and that makes you wary of him. Or, or I wouldn't something. even describe saying, him that way. I, I just think he's like. I mean, he's yeah, done he's, shitty no, stuff. I think yeah, I mean, exactly. dude, every character's done shitty on, stuff on in this fucking show. No one's pure. Of, he sold people into slavery, and then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot about and that. Then, yeah, and, he, and then on top of that, he he basically spied on Daenerys. He played both sides. Oh, yeah. He hedged his bet with her. He's like, I'm gonna support you, but like, I'm also gonna, in case you don't make it, I'm gonna give King's Landing everything they need to know about you. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's tough. He said, I agree with. But like, I don't know. I kind of, but I am really enjoying what's going on with him now with this, this, this disease that's eating away, turning him into stone or whatever. Dragon's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon's Hill, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Stefan. It's fucking Jesus. Uh, you over there with fucking Scarlet Witch, motherfucker. I Melisandre. I got you. I'm sorry. I only, I only watch the show and I can't remember names. Everybody who knows me knows that about me. Everyone has this problem, bro. It seems like <laughs> I've had this problem as well. <laughs> Maybe do your research before we fucking have a podcast. <laughs> Get off oh my, my back! Wow. <sighs> boobies in this show, though. Them, them boobies. The best character. <laughs> Mel Sauter's boobies are the best. But yeah, Jorah. Jorah rubs me the wrong way. Like, I think they're. Yeah, I can. It's see like that. the same. Jorah, the same that way that. No why for Littlefinger. I don't really know why for Jorah. The thing is, I I could see like you don't you don't really know like you think there's some sort of uh, ulterior motive in like with Jorah, but with Littlefinger, I think he's kind of. I don't know. He he's sneaky with everybody he talks to, but as the as the viewer, you kind of know what he's doing. Yeah. So as as the as the viewer, there's as the something audience, Jorah's playing close to the chest. We'll see, or or maybe it's true love. Like maybe that's the maybe that's the uh, you know that old school fantasy thing. Maybe that he's the George R. R. Martin is oh, doing. Maybe. Yeah. You know that like I think he's the, the sucker. He's gonna end up becoming the king because he can be controlled by her. And she will rule everything. Damn. Maybe. That's my prediction. I never, I never thought about this, but yeah, I, every time Sir Jorah's on, I'm just like, yeah, that's a good dude. But I can, I can see, I can see He's what you guys are saying. That's what it is. <laughs> but you, think, like, you don't, you don't think that his love for, uh, for uh, Daenerys is, 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 is real, or do you think he's faking it? I think he loves her. You think it's real? Yeah, I, I mean, I think he, he loves her. It's just a little creepy that he does, because I think when he met her, she was like a 12-year-old girl. Okay. So it's kind of Oh, like, yeah, dude, he's he, he's like the creepy old yeah. uncle, dude. I can't stand it. Fucking yeah. all that, like, fucking <laughs> declaration of love shit. It just, I don't know. That stuff, like, his character bugs me just because it's so much of that. But, like, if he's out by himself, I enjoy that character. Yeah. But, it, a, like, I, I just think, like, all the Daenerys stuff is just so fucking, like, it's just drug out, and it's just like, fucking get over there. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, you've been over there too long. And it's like, other characters <laughs> are sacrificed because, 
like we need to see her story more than others and i'm like no that's not, i could take more of like braun or aria at any given time yeah because i think they're infinitely more interesting characters than she is she lost so much steam there but also going back to sir jory the thing with her with him is like his loyalty it kind of comes with something like when you love somebody yeah. you want them to love you back yeah, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. like gray worm or sir barristan where it's just like i'm i'm your guy no matter what happens like, yeah i'll die for you you know like He's got conditions. It's right. not. It's not yeah. unconditional love. Yeah, there's something underneath going on, you know. So, but um, yeah. All right, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna re-examine my, my my Sir Jorah, uh, liking. I guess I don't know. He's a chump. He's even on my list. Fuck. He's a chump. Like you guys are right. For instance, he's more interesting than Daenerys. But I he don't is. Like him more. Oh yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I could see that. But yeah. I loved uh, him and Tyrion. That whole little thing they had i don't know what season that was but oh that was great oh, that like was great. when they were traveling through the like oh, i thought all that was great like i like him like that it's just like when he's like yeah. sitting there crying in front of her he's like i love you so much i'm so yeah. sorry it's like jesus christ yeah. kill him move the fuck on people have died for less yeah. in the show and i love them you know yeah. so it's, it's like show. fuck yeah I, there's this i have this Tyrion theory that no matter what whoever story he comes in contact with whoever he's on the screen with that person becomes automatically better. Like Sir Jorah, Daenerys, <laughs> as soon as Tyrion enters the yeah, picture, yeah, all of a sudden yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, for okay, sure. what the fuck's going on? All right, yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting yeah. point. Yeah. I think that's point. definitely a valid theory. I think that's pretty much true. Yeah. Like, I actually am curious about Daenerys now. Once she, like, the scene when she made him hand the king was, like, one of my favorite scenes. Right, 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 you right, know? right. And now it's, like, all of a sudden better. It's like it's weird, man. I don't know. Like she does all the right moves. She she frees slaves. She makes him the hand of king. She she is good with the dragons for the most part, you know. But there's just I don't know, man. Every time she's on screen, it's like she just doesn't. It's just not doing it for me, man. Whereas when Littlefinger's on screen, he's evil as fuck. But I love that guy. I don't know why. Maybe that's just something about my my personality. But I think the right let us down. Go ahead, Stevie. I just think that it's like a. I, I honestly just think it's too much of her. Like, you know, I, I, for me, it's just like when she comes on, I'm just like, oh fuck, man. <laughs> like I would much, like I just want her to get over there, and I want the, whatever she needs to do once she gets over to King's Landing to do whatever she needs to do. Like all this stuff that she's been yeah. doing, I'm like, that's yeah. good and great. It's just like I don't want another like half a season of her being like, oh my god, we gotta get ships. It's like god damn. <laughs> Fucking fly a dragon over there, motherfucker. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, fly a dragon to fucking and, King's Landing and let's yeah. blow that motherfucker up, dude. Like, yeah. I'm tired of this yeah. waiting I mean, shit. She's pretty much missed the party. Like, she yeah, got, she got, like, drunk like. with her friends and, like, didn't even show up for, like, the I, like I, I also think I think her character feels it too. She's like, "Damn it, I just went over there, but I got to do all this other shit." And I was like, well, "That's what you get for being freeing people and getting all these other titles under your belt." Yeah, but you know, I like I get it. It's all part of the journey. I just like these last two seasons have to like fucking do it. Like you know, I know they're shorter seasons or whatever, but it's gonna be boom, boom, episodes. boom, man. I think I think at the end of every episode we're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Basically, yeah. <laughs> I'm curious to see how they do it because. I'm wondering if they're gonna basically structure this whole thing like one season, with just sort of like a an intermission finale um, between the last two seasons because it's only right. thirteen and right, seasons right. are ten. So you know, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how they structure it. It's gonna be like little Game of Thrones movies every week. Yeah, 
I agree. Yeah. It's gonna be fucking yeah, amazing. A lot, of sh- a lot of good stuff there. You gonna come over? Yeah, man. Yeah. You should come over here. We should have Game of Thrones parties every fucking Let's Sunday, it, dude. All right. It. Fuck yes. It's gonna be fucking sweet. We're, this is gonna become a Game of Thrones podcast when that fucking t- <laughs> when that motherfucker is on, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Little review. I mean, well, we do. I mean, every one of them had our own little like fucking Game of Thrones. We always had to talk about it. We didn't miss a fucking episode when we started this podcast, and it was happening. Mike, so at the end of every Lost episode, when Lost was on, first two seasons, at the actual Superhouse when when we were in Savannah. It would just end with everybody on our super house couches going, "What the fuck?" <laughs> we were all so insane. And then, and then I remember like Jeremy and I think even Ben Collins would show up a couple times, and they would go out and like smoke, and everybody would just talk about the episode for like hours, man. Yeah. And this is like that, but it's better. Cool. Game of Thrones is better than that than than Lost, but it's a kind of a similar thing. Lost, lost me. Yeah, I, was, totally. I like Lost. I was in college in the dorms, and me and my yeah, roommate me watched it the first two seasons. Yeah, and then that was it. Just... Everyone says those are the best seasons. Yeah, I I, I stopped Start... watching too. Did you? I, I graduated and then I moved out of the country, and so I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't keep up with it at all. So sweet man, Game of Thrones talk. Anything else going on in the Game of Thrones world? Those pictures. Did you guys see the um? The leaked uh, production shots they were doing from the. I actually have not. Have you guys seen those? No. Uh-uh. I've kind of been keeping everything a mystery, like just besides yeah. like poster art and stuff that I've seen. Only thing like, I saw was the ice, ice dragon. dragons. Yeah, ice dragons. Holy fuck, man! By the way, I when mean... you saw that, did you think of Mike <laughs> when he said that in the last episode when he was over? What? I think. Oh yeah, because. Didn't we talk about that? Or, yeah, Mike, I don't know. Mike, I, Mike brought it to our attention. And then and Maddie, you were like, oh my God, shut up. I can't take anymore. You, you kept saying that shit after every prediction he said. Yeah. yeah. No, because, like, I, I mean, I haven't read the books or anything, so I don't know, like, what all they're following or, you know. Because I know Joey knows a lot because he's read, like, all the books, too. So. Yeah, the leaked the leak photos, they really didn't give much away. It was just like, oh, here's your favorite character in. A, a setting that you've seen them in except for the hound who was north in the middle of a blizzard they showed which was pretty cool okay uh, interesting he's going north which okay is are, are the hound and the mountain gonna fight are we gonna see that we're we gonna see that come to a conclusion the question is how many times have you seen like the the person that would make the most sense killing or fighting that person. Like all our, like Joffrey died by like some random, random two people. Like, so I don't, I don't know if the mountain's going to die or fight the hound. I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah. I guess it doesn't have to. They haven't always given us what we thought like they should give us. Dude, if Braun fought the mountain, bro, I feel like, I don't know who would win that one. Yeah. Braun would just fight dirty as fuck and figure it out. You know? Yeah. I think the hound's going to end up with maybe Braun. With who? Brandon. Okay. Maybe up there in the north, he's going to become his sort of like bodyguard or whatever. All right. I like to see uh, Arya take out the mountain. I think that'd be fucking dope. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Just like, not even like a full on fight, just like stealth mode. Yeah. Just doesn't even know what happens. Just like out. Yeah, man. Just fucking out. Oh, you thought it was Cersei? Got him many faces. It's Arya. Fuck you. Dead. The dirtiest style of fighting, dude, where where you don't even know they're there. Yeah, yeah. That's the. I think that thing. would be cool. 
But I also want to see him under the like the mask. True. Yeah. yeah I want to know what's going on. He is truly scary he's, when he's on screen. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's Frankenstein Mountain now. <laughs> yeah, Franken Mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm just like getting pumped for it. I'm trying to like. I know it's coming. I'm just, I'm waiting, I'm waiting patiently. What, what were your predictions? You might have said this in the previous episode, but the the, the crippled kid that oh, that yeah. cannot that the wargs, yeah. I forget his name. Brandon. 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 Yeah. yeah. What's what's your prediction for him again? Um, so my prediction on the last one was another time travel incident where he goes back and and he's the we get to see that he's the reason the Mad King went mad. Uh huh. Similar to Hodor, like he fucks him up. But yeah, 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 I've yeah. Come up that there a little That's bit. Also I thought it would have been cool, but like I don't know if they're gonna go that way. They don't have enough time, right? To me, yeah. like Brandon has to kind of get to the dance really quick. Okay. Yeah. So, what do you think you'll do instead? I think he's going south. You know, I think he's definitely gonna head south, and I think he's gonna team up with with uh, the other Starks. Okay. I do like what Maddie said. I think like we kind of deserve it as viewers, like the Starks all being together again. Yeah, We've man. Been through so much. It's like just give us starts right. being together again. Form know? like Voltron, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, we'll see. I'm hoping for it. All right. And what about um? And again, you might have said this in the last one, but I forgot. Sam, what's he going to discover in within all those books, all the yeah. reading, and all the studying that he does? What secrets will he unveil? Un- Reveal for us. What doth the soothsayer speak? <laughs> what soothsayer does he soothsay? Or... Well, there's a there. Um, there's one of the leaked photos was him and um, uh, his girl, his wildling girl. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They were in a library, like reading. Okay. And I guess there's some theories being involved because one of the things that his girl was reading was was uh, you could see it, and it it said something about like a certain character coming back, but. I did not want to read that because it was pretty spoiler. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. So I, I don't know what they're gonna find. I really don't. He's gonna be teaching her how to read, in some scene, and then, and then he's gonna be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Like in that same book. Yeah. Oh, I need. We need to fucking go tell John or something. I hope gonna she's gonna be. Yeah. She's gonna be reading something out loud, and he's like, "That's it. That's it." Yeah. It's gonna. It's that's gonna, gonna, be, gonna be the reveal. Yeah. What? Uh, Gendry. Dude, yeah, Gendry. We're getting him back. He's, he's he was on my right. list. He was my initial like, ooh, fuck. I haven't thought about that motherfucker in his fucking yeah. Minotaur helmet in a minute. Yeah, he just can't fight. He's kind of like, like Arya was like making fun of him for his fighting skills that one time. Yeah, but we haven't seen him in a while. We don't know what the fuck True. that motherfucker's been up to. Dude, he could could have been anywhere. He's been training, dude. Yeah, no, he's coming back. He's got to. Yeah, I mean. Is he the blacksmith kid? Yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You don't have anything. What about the, what I mean, about I th- the uncle? I think I think Gendry's going to be a wrench because, like, if you yeah. think about it, there is like a a clear, like Daenerys and the North with the Starks could be a clear ally. Okay. But Gendry is Baratheon's kid who killed her yeah. her dad, and then all of a sudden Arya Stark, sort of a hot hothead, you yeah. know, loves Gendry obviously, like right. they're close. So I don't know. It could be, who knows? I don't know. I hope they get married and have little babies. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Arya and Gendry? That'd be sweet. Yeah. I can see that. I guess that's the only love interest she's had, huh? Or I guess even yeah. even that's a little bit like 
I don't know. Yeah, I guess the only one you could say that that yeah she likes is it. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Shit, man, I'm want, so fucking excited. Yeah, I want more ghosts, and I want Namiria to come back. I think she's with got her little you, wolf. Man. Yeah, her especially wolf with her little wolf, her wolf gang. Her I was gonna also gang. add them, but <laughs> to my list of creatures, I was like Namiria with wolf gang. Well, you had Arya, so I think you kind of get them. If yeah. If she does have a wolf gang, they'll come with her. So, dude, I really hope they do it. Like people aren't thinking about it, and we're like, "Holy shit, Ari is gonna die!" And then all of a sudden, you hear this howl, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" Oh, yeah, I hope. I mean, Namiria yeah. uh, will probably end up dying in that scene, but because they just love killing off those fucking dire wolves. I need to see some fucking dragons die. Die or ice at least, dragon, at least ice in dragon battle, fight. Man. Oh man, it's gonna be, it's gonna be dope. I imagine like this last battle or one of the last like the, the like let's say the deciding battle, if there is one. I don't know if they'll be that simple in Game of Thrones, but it'll be like Tyrion and Daenerys, fucking riding their dragons, just blowing fire all over the fucking place, killing fucking all kinds of people in this last one, man. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm really interested to see how far south the White Walkers go. That'll they got to show up. It's got to be yeah, insane. Are going to get all the way down to King's Landing? Like, are we going to see, like, King's Landing in a blizzard? Like, Oh, we have to. I mean, yeah. you can't make the, the White Walkers such a big fucking deal since, like, fucking season one. And then be like, nah, they didn't show up. They didn't make it. It got too hot. <laughs> like, their, their motive, basically, is just, to, is just to kill, right? It's just simple as that. So far. It's yeah. So far, as we all we know. Because we don't know, like, what memories, like... Like the Knights King can like can he? I, I don't know if they can like, even talk or if they have a, you know. So that's you. Just, you just said something interesting. So, the Knights King and the Night King. There's a little bit of controversy there. Are basically the Knights King is the book's character. Okay. And the Night okay. King is the HBO character. Okay. And the Knights King has a lot of backstory, revealing backstory, but we don't know because they won't call him that. So we're not sure. Uh, it's so the same thing. He's not okay. going to be like he used to be on one of the uh, fucking. Oh shit! I read a little bit of the Knights King like background. Yeah, the, exactly. Uh, Wikipedia when I was like looking up these characters and. Yeah, so it's interesting because I don't know if he... so he the Knights King was the thirteenth Lord Commander on the wall. Yeah, and the Night King is rocking, you know. Uh, crow gear he's like rocking like a lord commander's thing so i don't know i mean they could be the same person it's interesting i do want to see if that's the case this might be a stupid question but the ice dragon that's going to be controlled by the uh, white walkers or what yeah i, th I think the uh, uh what's his name the night king would be the guy uh, right okay that. and the other thing a little preview to another list I'm working on most underrated scenes for Game of Thrones is um, do you guys remember the scene when the Night King took that baby and he made him into like a, a White Walker? Like, no, yeah. just just another stupid question, but the Night King is like the, the top the White Walker dude? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, at, at yeah. Um, I just raised my arms for all of you. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that he raised all the other yeah. White Walkers or raised all the dead like, people to it, become bro. part of his army? Yeah. Yeah, that was some badass shit. Alright, um, keep going. Uh, but anyway, when he took that baby, he emerged from 13 figures that looked exactly like him. So I'm not sure if there's like 13 of this dude 
No. Like, are we going up against 13 Night Kings? Right. Know, like a council of, of sort of like Night Kings? I don't know. But, um, yeah, that was one of my scenes that I thought revealed a lot that we could see. Okay. I feel like there's going to be a lot left unanswered because there's just so there's just so many you characters. Can. You can't yeah. if 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 he is able to close up every fucking loophole with this storyline, it's that would be insane. That would be I mean no one's ever done that. I mean the, what those those fucking what do you call it the uh, they were fight leaf people I want to call them like they were throwing the bombs. Oh, the children of the forest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they're they're probably gonna be not closed up. It's you know like there's all they're, kinds of shit that's not gonna dead. be closed up. They oh, they're already all, they're all dead. They're okay, yeah, they did. Yeah, oh, okay. I guess hold they are the closed door, up. man. Hold the door. Oh, uh, they. I didn't know they all died. All right, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Shit. Okay. It's a lot going on. A lot. I mean, one thing to keep an eye out, I think, is is a possible spinoff. Because they're definitely. Oh, yeah. I feel like they're they're ending. Game of Thrones at the right time, but I don't know if they want to close the universe. It's really popular, and you think it'll they'll do the prequel thing, like what happened with the Mad King and that shit? That would be my choice. That's yeah. the biggest thing I'm interested in. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you have everything that went east, like, but I'm not really interested in that. But everything that that's happened outside of Westeros that yeah. we haven't seen, um, but yeah, like everything that happened back in the past would be pretty dope. So well, I think every- that's the most obvious choice. I think. After that, I'd like to see like uh, just like those writers doing their own take of like after like however Game of Thrones ends in their series, just like the offspring of whatever happens. And like that way they can retell stories that happen that I've seen. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that fucking battle. That was dope. But like new adventures within this world that like George R. R. Martin might not have had any hand in just like these guys like. You mean like a leap forward? Like a yeah, like a leap forward. Like after they've like settled all this, and just someone's like, "Give us something else." Like, I would like to see like like, you know, maybe the North back to like good standing, everything pretty good in the world or something. But you know, something else comes to fuck some shit up. I don't know. I just I'm very like I, I like that aspect. Like that's why I like. Uh, a lot of the Star Wars novels, like after the original trilogy, were so interesting. Like when they had kids, I was like, "Ooh, I want to see how this all plays out." Yeah, no, that would be a good one too. I, I would definitely watch that. It's going to yeah. keep going on forever, man. I mean, I, I think that man. once this is done, we're going to have yeah, definitely spinoffs are going to happen. Yeah, I think something. I don't know. I mean, d- does the Game of Thrones ever end? No. It doesn't. <laughs> someone has to. Someone has to be on the throne, and there's yeah. someone has to get there. But and that shit won't last. Whoever wins this one's probably gonna. I don't know. So it's coming. Yeah, Robert didn't hold. Robert held it for 13 years, or is that yeah? 13 to 15, like yeah. in that territory. Yeah, it wasn't long. But yeah. Fucking sweet, just, bro. Can't wait! Can't wait for that Game of Thrones. We would have had it by now. They would have given it to us in <laughs> April usually, but now we gotta wait till July. Do you know the exact date? July sixteenth. Oh my god! I'm gonna go nuts. I know. I mean, you didn't watch that block of ice melt, Andrew. Come on. So <laughs> Stop so... judging people so harshly. Yeah. What? We all love Game of Thrones, Maddie. We all love Game of Thrones. I'm just joking because I thought that was such a dumb ad. It was like, dumb. It was like, dumb. come on, you couldn't have thought of anything better except to watch fucking Ice Melt yeah. to give us a fucking date for Game of Thrones. Like, come the fuck on. Oh, we I didn't even watch that. Yeah, yeah well, I didn't either. Live, fuck right? that. 
<laughs> yeah, it was Facebook Live. I was like, I'm not watching this. I'll just wait an hour, and then they'll tell me. Yeah. <laughs> they, they melted a big block of ice with torches on Facebook yeah. Live. And then, they, well, they gave you the date or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't right. watch them. Like, thank yeah, you. And... Three months still. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, I'm a fan and all, but, yeah, I, I don't need that in my life. No, no one does. <laughs> not even fan. I mean, I'm sure a shit ton of people watch that shit, but, ugh. I got shit going on, man. I know. All right, so I think that's pretty much it for the Game of Thrones segment. Um, anybody else have any closing remarks for all this uh, GOT talk? Nah. Eh. Just waiting. Just Winter waiting. Winner is here. Yeah. We finally made true. it. All right, cool. Well, Mike, you can stay on if you want, but I think we're going to p- pivot to the other section. Um, if you guys have anything else you want to talk about, we can do that. But I got, I kind of just did something similar to what I did that the last episode where I just put a bunch of like headlines together and we can just, uh, comment on that and and be honest, you know, say that's fucking boring, Andrew. I don't, (laughs) we, we move on to the next one. That's fucking stupid. So, all right. So the first one, um, I feel like you guys can always talk about Star Wars shit, so I started with that. Star Wars Episode Nine gets main <laughs> May 2019 release date. They're moving back to May instead of the uh, instead of the usual. Yeah. Uh, well, what has become usual, yeah. the December release date. I guess there's not much cool to say to about Star that. Wars movie in the summer again. True, yeah, May is the, May is the uh, traditional release date. Um, by the way, just to stir up controversy for the podcast. <laughs> Mike Mike also agrees <laughs> with me that he likes Batman more than Star Wars. Yeah, I mean that's fine. <laughs> you, get, you guys you guys can be wrong. It's fine. You can be wrong. Totally different things. Totally different things. I'm gonna take it one step further. Comparing the ice cream to your favorite type of cement. Look, totally different things. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I, have, I have more closer to Star Wars, and I'll even say that I like Star Trek. But it's cool. The new Star Wars. <laughs> really, man. All right. Star I like Trek. Star Trek a lot too. I'm not a, I'm not a, I, I respect that. I'm not a Star Wars cultist. Yeah. Um, but I do think Batman and Star Wars are like two totally different things. Star Wars and what was the last thing? Star Trek is a better comparison, obviously. That's true. That's true. And I, I like them both. At my heart, deep, deep. Well, my adult in my adult life, it's it's a star. I'm a Trekkie, but but of my course, heart yeah. and soul is, pretty, is Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's like Star Trek is something I I make sense. Yeah. In a sensible world with a rational mind, <laughs> but Star Wars is kind of the other side of that, I guess. And it tackles like, I mean, Star Trek goes into like existentialism, like why the hell are we here, things like that. Yeah. Things that, as an adult, you need them both. You need the closer them both. to death you start to think. Yeah. Honestly, if they crossed over, I know most people would hate that, but I would fucking love it. That'd oh, be- if they <laughs> crossed over, we'll just, that'd be we'll insane. Reality. We'll just keep them separate. Reality. We'll just keep them separate. It, would be, it would be awful. It would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> it would be awful. <laughs> It'd be it would be very yeah. hard to not be tacky. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Uh, it would be awful, but I'm glad they both exist. They are the spectrum. This might be one of the ones that you don't have much to say about, but uh, DC to launch live action Titan series, uh, new TV service with uh, Jeff Johns. Anything live to say about that? Dick Grayson, that'll be dope. Live action. Whoever the cast is Dick Grayson. That's the show. They're going to be doing it on their own web service as well. Which is interesting. It's not going to be CW. It's going to be some DC web service thing. So I don't know how that's going to work out. I like that though. I like that they're using like upstart streaming services to make superhero shows. That's fucking brilliant. 
I mean, that's okay, where it's going to go after this boom I'm is over. We're excited with. for the tick. Powers is great. You know, for what they are. <laughs> I haven't seen Powers, actually. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. But I'll be excited to see some pictures and shit. I was, you know, I'm, I may not actually ever watch the shows. I would like to, but seeing some stuff about it, it's going to be cool. And I might. Uh... Marvel Heroes, the video game, uh, it's finally moving to consoles. It's been on PC for a long time. PlayStation 4 closed beta this weekend. Maybe that's, yeah, we'll move past that one. Uh, Jeff Goldblum announced for Jurassic World 2. About Jeff Goldblum? Time, where's, where's my Alan Grant at, motherfuckers? <laughs> Life finds know, okay, baby. Where's my Lord Dern? Let's get the team back together, motherfucker. Come on. <laughs> Lord Dern would be fucking, awesome, yes. They should have Sam Neill with a full beard and like some cave somewhere. Like you don't even know the extent <laughs> of it. And Jeff Goldblum's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, Ian Malcolm is gonna come fucking rock stars way. And I hope they do a better job with Ian Malcolm than they did with Dennis or not Dennis. Um, with fucking his character from Independence Day. Can't I'm right, sure they will. Yeah. Um, but, there uh, was a. I'll oh, keep going. Sorry. Awesome. I just think it'd be awesome. All right, cool. Then, then uh, next one, um, there was a devastating Holocaust documentary that was a VR film, and it said it proved that VR filmmaking isn't just a gimmick. Um, that's a whole other maybe. That's a whole other futurism topic we can talk about, and that's like yeah. not even futurism. That's lot, now like VR films. VR filmmaking, yeah, for sure. That might be another top. Yeah, you want to let's do that one for another one, maybe. Yeah, I'm super down. That sounds fucking awesome. That's going to change the way we watch movies, man. We're going to be like, our kids are going to be like, man, regular films where it's not even re- VR, fuck that shit. Yeah, bro. I, I think about that all the time because, like, I mean, we, I don't want to get into it just yet if we're going to do another thing. <laughs> well, go ahead. Go ahead at least a little bit. Huh? Go ahead at least a little bit. Like, give us the like oh, the summary just, of what you think. Okay, so what's the, the film about? It's the Holocaust film that's VR. Like, the whole Holocaust idea immersion. Yes. And filmmaking is like if you can set up if you can set up a variety of scripted events within uh, being able to like look around our already photographed and filmed um, locations. It's all about programming. It's like what happens, and you can like con- you can affect like the basically like I I, f- I feel like technology is at a point to where you could make really. Um, immersive you could you know like that stuff they did with kevin seal back in the day where it's like choose what you want to do with like the whole audience and everything the whole reason that that didn't work like vote like be part of the movie like vote what happens next um you guys familiar with that at all actually no but keep going okay so just to give backstory on that they had like a choose your own adventure kind of movie experience in the early 90s and this this mtv host kevin seal was a part of this film and the film would play out and they would pause at certain points in the movie and it would say what do you want him to do like choose your own adventure style and that absolutely bombed it didn't work at all wouldn't have worked because it was too like a part of a mass group of people making decisions on behalf of what they wanted so they went with the best result and that's what happened next and people are like oh well that's not what i picked fuck this movie (laughs) but now we have the technology of like having that singular like um what's the word i'm looking for fucking individualistic kind of like individualistic kind of scope of things to where you're like walking through auschwitz you know what i mean if you're walking through 
especially if there's the immersion of like sound, like what it may have sounded like at the time and, and filmed actors or whatever portraying Like, I don't even just hearing about this headline of this article is like getting me fucking buzzed, man. Like I truly see the direction that that's going to be continued later. I don't want to get too deep into it, but VR films, there's, there's so much potential there and it'll be for like a niche group of people. Cause I, I feel like not a lot of people like you can't share it a lot of people, yeah. but well, maybe, it, maybe everybody be... in your living room could put on a headset and go through the same experience. Like you're all walking yeah. through As, essentially what I'm, yeah, essentially what I'm saying is now it's, if, if that's what you want, I believe we're in a time that that's possible. And that is something I really want. I watch all my movies alone. Most of the time, everybody. <laughs> I, I just do that. I'm a sad <laughs> bastard and <laughs> I'm a lone wolf baby, but, um, power Rangers for one place. <laughs> <laughs> but you know certain things like i don't know like that'll just bring you to tears like a holocaust vr film i'm sure it's a fucking incredible experience you know what i mean but like you know imagine if you are fucking ripley in an alien movie like you would have to take break it would be a game it's a game it's got to be a game you know you'd Too have to scary. take breaks and like you'd have to take breaks and you have to make decisions and stuff like that's where video games and film this is where they're going to converge it's going to be yeah this is like the uh that, yes the convergence point it's going to be somewhat of a mix between a video game and a movie. Yeah, it's going to be that that the that's going to be the um the uncanny valley. This is where we're really going to see the boundaries. Oh yeah, for sure. And if it can be broken. Okay, so this is going to be yes. All right, Superhouse listeners, we're going to do a whole episode on this, or at least a good half of an episode. Uh, and yeah. we'll, let's look up let's look up like big VR film projects and shit, and just like kind of discuss their like their approaches totally. and stuff. Hopefully we can watch one eventually, man. Shit. Um, all yes. right, next one. Uh, yes. Masters of the Universe well, 2019 release date loses McG as director. Great, good job. Hell <laughs> well, yeah, let's go. Move on. on. As long as still, as long as they still have a Justin Marks script, I think awesome. Get that yeah. guy money and have him fucking Justin Marks. He was a good like kind of like writer that just came uh well he's doing a lot of good stuff but he was like attached to a lot of comic properties kind of early on in his career and you just had this like knack for understanding things he wrote a fucking supermax was like a green arrow movie about this prison that was just like it, you couldn't escape from and it, there's all these villains there and it's i heard about that. amazing why didn't they make that yeah i don't know they were so close they were really close that was the going to be the movie to launch the dcu and then the t it was right around the when the tv show was gonna was um being produced or it was like probably the first season had released or something like that and they're just like oh shit this is like better than we you know better response than we thought let's just roll with this or whatever there were some plans um but the dude justin marks who wrote the script he was also attached to like a thundercats script at one point i think he was attached to like a gi thundercats movie, i would love to see thundercats but i feel like it would be kind of weird it would be really weird no, with the human humanoid cats <laughs> It would There's be nothing John wrong with Hammond humanoid Rhino cats. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> They're making five <laughs> movies about humanoid cat Dude, aliens, if man. Did, if they did it like Avatar, You're it would right. be cool. If they did it like a mocap mo film, it would be dope. Look, I would be seeing it the first fucking but weekend it, it came out, but I think yeah. there would be a little weirdness. I don't, I don't know why. It would bomb like John Carter because it would bomb like John Carter because the 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 surface uh, movie going fan, the kind of like casual movie going fan, don't give two fucks about anybody's mythology. I think the thing that killed. <laughs> I think the thing that killed a uh, uh, fucking gun. I'm just kidding. Well, go go I ahead, think, Maddie. Go ahead, Maddie. Uh, I think the thing that killed John Carter was naming a movie John Carter when no one knows who the fuck John Carter is. Absolutely. You should have named the movie Absolutely. A Princess of Mars 
And that's a more exciting title. Like, ooh, Princess Mars, that's cool. Like, what's this about? Yeah. But when you just call a movie something and you, like, it's, it was a dumb move. Also, the poster. A friend of mine had a good too. point. Yeah, yeah, they did. A friend of mine had a good point about that. He's like, no little boy is gonna go see a movie with princess in the title, and no little girl is gonna go see a movie with Mars in the title. I, I don't think know if you'd that be surprised. Exactly, I think, but, I, I think yeah. you would have been surprised. If there's yeah. a princess a, on Mars, princess. I think that the girl would. A lot of little girls would see just because of the princess. They wouldn't care about the Mars setting. I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't a smart move. I just thought the observation was valid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. What was what I learned about that though was like that original that was one of the first modern sci-fi novels, right? And yeah, from what I understand Great anyway, book. that book is one of the influences for the, for Superman because that's what they did was reverse yeah. engineer that idea where when when John Carter goes to yeah. Mars, he can jump higher and he's stronger. Yeah. So you have another yeah. alien that comes to Earth and he jumps higher and he's stronger. And the original Superman didn't fly, he jumped. He leaped yeah. over tall well, buildings. People, that's a good movie. Watch that John Carter, man. That show was great. Yeah, yeah it was I, I good. Enjoyed good. It. The more I watch it, the more I, I like I, it. I, I... The cross-cutting whenever he's <laughs> burying, he's fighting and then burying his wife or his family. That can was we make, like the best part for me. Can we make t-shirts yes. with Maddie's face on it with this drawing that Maddie has that say, um, I enjoyed it? <laughs> that <laughs> movie. <laughs> yeah, um, just, we can do that. <laughs> that'd be fucked. Last thing yes. about uh, anyway. He Man is that uh, it's baby. looking like Goyer gonna be directing that thing, boy. Oh no, shit! Never mind. It's gonna be trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be fucking trash, dude. It's gonna be fucking whack. I mean, it's gonna be wait, wait, wait. It's gonna be I, like I, I take it back. He's writing it. He's writing it. I don't. I don't think they Still have it be true yet. Still gonna be yeah. trash, dude. Yeah. Is Goyer well, sucking dick? Right. And, is how much dick is he sucking? And like. Oh my god, dude. He loves it, dude. He yeah. loves it. It's his favorite job. With that gap in his teeth, probably a lot, son. <laughs> oh, I'm not going that far. But I will say, though, that that Krypton trailer, not bad, man. Really not that bad. I know he's heading up that. Do we need that this uh, series? No, but what I saw, <laughs> I, I liked it. <laughs> you, have you guys it's seen the trailer? It's going to in the future. No, actually, no I actually haven't watched it. <laughs> It's it's essentially the Gotham idea, it, but they, you, you, they it's 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 a it's a sci-fi series. It's apparently canon with DC, which they, this is the first time they've done this, where it's it's it connects with Man of Steel and it's the House of L. It's it's Superman's grandfather on Krypton, and it's all on that planet. It's all like their politics and shit, and they're like the House of L and other houses, and I don't know, man. It seems like it's a crazy idea, but from watch that trailer. Not that bad. And when I went to go to the comments on Reddit, the top comment was, I can't believe this is actually looking good. And I, I, I replied to that comment. I said, I came to say the exact same thing. And I had like 15 likes. So I'm not the only one. All right. Uh, this is for you, Maddie, bro. Here we go. Uh, first set photos from the Predator feature, feature the cast with a tank. Oh, I haven't seen it, but... Fuck yeah, I mean, I'm excited, whatever. <laughs> it's a Predator, man, Shane Black. I mean, it's fucking, the cast looks fucking dope. I mean, I, I the last thing I saw was that he, Shane Black tweeted that he was standing next to a seven-foot-tall Predator. Um, so everyone was like, oh my god, yes, there's going to be practical effects. And I was like, it's fucking Shane Black. He was in the fucking original movie. He wrote the script for the original Predator. They didn't use that one, though, but he, they put him in the movie. Um, he's the guy with glasses that gets killed first. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, that's cool. I think it's in good hands. I can't wait for the Predator. I thought I, I, 
I thought I was coming out this year, but I have to wait another year, which is upsetting. That part sucks, but uh, yes, with the director and everything that... It's looking like it's going to be a good movie. It really is. Yeah, I I mean, I'm, I'm definitely interested to see because it's supposed to be like a sequel to Predator. So... Um, Legit sequel, huh? I, I, yeah, like I don't know what that means or like what he's going to add to it. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I've enjoyed all the Predator films. I know some of them have their bad moments or whatever, but I like them all. I think they're all pretty solid. I'm so. not a huge fan of Predator 2. I know you don't like hearing that, Maddie. Oh, but... Dude, Predator 2 is so... <laughs> I actually liked the fucking Adrian Brody one. I really did. I walked out of the theater. I was like, "Damn, that was great." The only yeah. thing I didn't like was I love Adrian that movie. Brody, Adrian Brody's deep voice. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't like. The, uh, yeah. the, yeah. I don't remember that, but yeah, all right. Kill this thing. The the more I watch it, the Lawrence Fishburne shit really bugs me, and like totally like, it's a cool character. I like I like the concept and like what they were going for with it, but. It slows the movie down so much, and they could have just put more predators in there, or maybe some more people that were doing that. I don't know, um, but yeah, I still think it was a solid entry into the predator like universe or whatever. Um, I, I love Predator Two because Predator Two at the end of that movie just like shows you the inside of the ship, and it just it makes the mythology go a step further, more which of I that thought was great. Yeah, wow. and. Um, I mean, even for, like, AVP Requiem, even though that movie is not good and fucking so, shot so dark, like, just showing up on the Predator fucking homeworld, dude, man, ugh, Maddie, ugh, <laughs> loved it, man. I love all that shit, so, uh... How yeah, would man. a Predator fight against a tank, bro? Just fucking um, turn into a bomb, go self, invisible, and then, and then run away, or what? Well, would I mean, end up in the dude, tank. For, I mean, first of all, you got to find. I mean, I, I I don't know any setup, but I assume maybe there's some kind of technology at this point to track a predator, which would make sense. But if you don't to have track that tech, but if you don't if you don't have that technology, what the fuck good is a tank? The motherfucker's invisible. True. Yeah. True. And usually, like with the in the predator mythology or whatever, usually after each battle, like stuffs reported, like how they were killed or whatever. So it's they would probably like. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they would know about tanks, so they would probably have some kind of future technology to take out tanks. What if there's a predator tank, so, bro? What if we get like vehicles? Like, is that against the predator code? I, I think it would be definitely stepping Wait, into like a a different kind of terror. I mean, if he can pull it off, I like I I fully like Shane Black take the reins. Like, I think he's gonna make a fucking solid ass fucking predator movie. I think he's actually probably gonna rejuvenate it, and we'll probably get like a trilogy. Yes, like, like I mean, maybe not year like next year after like in 2019 we'll have another Predator movie, but a lot sooner than like they have been coming out. Kind of like with Ridley Scott doing like Alien again. I think they're trying to revitalize these franchises, get like the monster films back. Um, So I don't know. I mean, I'm down with some Predator Predator vehicles if they look cool. I, I really hope that there's more than like three or four Predators. I'd really like to see a lot, like maybe an army or something because it seems like the cast is pretty huge like you could just have some grunts in there for the army i don't know i'm down shane black i'm sure shane black has this great fucking idea has been set nonsense predator one ended and he's like finally i've made good films they're gonna (laughs) let me have a fucking predator movie so uh i'm just super psyched Uh, i like the cast the cast looks great um yeah man whatever bring it on i'm ready Fuck yeah, bro. 
this can't go without being mentioned uh, this uh, this episode, but uh, Silence of the Lambs director Jonathan Demme passed away. R.I.P. R.I.P. Thank you for all the films. Uh, I've only seen Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I know. He had a, like a lot of work, and I don't think I've seen much else either. Yeah. I feel like I missed out. i got to catch up on that Jonathan Demme. Yeah, he had a bunch of shit. That Talking Heads live concert is fucking great if you guys haven't seen that. Yes, because his first passion was music, but he was just like, I guess I'll just be a director. So <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah. He kind of it was like his B, his plan B, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson confirmed for Unbreakable Split sequel. Glass release date announced. I don't have the release date in front of me, but um, I actually haven't seen Split. Mike just saw it yesterday. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, I did. I thought you were going to be like, oh, trash movie. Oh no, I, <laughs> I, I'm sure I'll like it. I, it seems like I'll like it, but I just haven't gotten around to it. I might watch it right after this podcast. It's really good. It like, um, it just dives in the, it's it's pure M Night, and it dives in this sort of like deeper issues and things like that, but also it's kind of like a horror genre. And then at the end, it's sort of like Holy more fuck. in this sort of like where you could see it becoming like a comic book universe. That's cool. This is, that's cool. I mean, you're talking about a guy with yeah. 24 characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. And the actor is incredible. He's incredible. James um, McAvoy is fucking great in that fucking movie, man. Amazing. He's I'm going to watch it after this. God too, damn it. I'm going to be watching it right after this fucking shit, bro. Yeah. Woo. Oh, Dude, my God. I mean, I knew it was going to be a great movie, maybe like 20 minutes in. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, okay. Right, this, is, this is a great movie. They <sighs> when I watched it, when I was going through it, I was like, this is good. I'm glad Shyamalan is like re- returning to form. <laughs> He's yeah, getting back yeah. to like, because I thought The Visit was a pretty solid like horror flick. Same. Like, I thought the twist was pretty cool. Like, it wasn't anything astounding, but I, I enjoyed it. Yep. And then Split, and I was like, this is cool. I like where it's going. And then, like, I got to the end, and I was just like, ah, there's nothing in this movie that's fucking, like, been like, this is it, man. This is a fucking great movie. And then, like, once I the end happened and I put it all together, I was like, you're a fucking genius. You're yes. a fucking genius. No one expected <laughs> that shit. Nope. And, uh, man, I mean, it's hard to talk about when people haven't seen it because I'm... Re- re- what the fuck is wrong with you two? Oh, <laughs> it's gonna it's, happen very yeah, soon, Maddie. Very sorry about yeah. that. But um, yeah, I I like that. I'm glad other people are liking it too. Um, I'm very excited for um, for whatever Shyamalan has planned for this next one. I think it's gonna be glass. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm to me that was, that was the one right after Unbreakable was right after Sixth Sense. That was his number two, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, think I, I remember. Like, I thought that was an awesome movie, even back in the day. I, I thought did. that Unbreakable is great. I'm, honestly, I like the majority of his films. Once yeah, me he, too. Got, he started doing the Airbender. That one was really bad. Trash. Yeah. That. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I mean, even the Village, I, I still dug. I like the Village, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember liking that one. I mean, I remember the Happening like is a, trash. The Happening. That's another one. Yeah. So, Happening. Airbender. That's, the only one I that's real. People were already hating on them. After Sixth Sense, like Unbreakable, yes. hating on them. See, uh, people but, hate yeah. on Unbreakable, man. Like, are you just you just don't like comic book fan films or what? Like, because yeah. as a, for me as a comic book f- like fan, yeah. I thought that was just so cool. It was an interesting take, original. Yeah, uh, great. I thought it was awesome. And he's, I mean, he's a filmmaker. Like you can tell, yeah. like, like his camera work that he's doing yeah. in his films. It's just like he's he's you know doing creative things every every single movie. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm excited, man. I thought Split was was incredible. 
Yeah, I, I've always enjoyed his films. I like I like Lady in the Water. Um, I know a lot mm-hmm. of people hate that one, but I like the I love Lady in the Water. I, 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 I love Shyamalan because he has it like you know when you're getting when you sit down to watch one of his movies, be it good or bad, you kind of know what you're getting. Which is there's very little directors that can like do that, put you in their like their world. But yeah. like when I watch a Shyamalan movie, I'm like, oh, all right, I was watching that. That was definitely it, you know. But. Yeah, I feel like if he, if he filmed the movie and you didn't hear anything about it, you didn't know he was the guy and someone showed it to you, you would be able to still point Yes, like, he's this, got a... This is an M. Night movie. You know his style. Yeah, yes, yes. The dialogue, that's right. the camera work, all of it. Right. People like to shit on him, man, but yeah. yeah good for him, man. It's it's cool. You know, like this is Take this as a lesson, right, kids. Just stay in the fucking game. Don't quit. You know? <laughs> Just stay <laughs> in game. the game, man. It's a fucking endurance race, baby. Yeah. You know? I love Shaman. He always he's brought, even though like sometimes like the village got shot on because it was like either an obvious ending or it's just kind of like what you know. He directed the hell of the hell out of that movie, and he mm-hmm. he does really good scenes that and in signs. You know he he works with really great actors, mm-hmm. dude. I bet you he puts Bruce Willis in any two of his next movies, and Bruce Willis's career will reinvigorate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think we're about to see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're we're gonna see it, man. Oh my God, yeah. Signs! I, you know, I had mixed feelings about Signs. I definitely liked parts of it. I mean, it was like, it felt like M Night Shyamalan making like an X Files episode. I'm I don't about. know if it's the alien thing. I don't know what it is, but I, I felt I felt like I should have liked that movie more than I did, and I didn't hate it, but it just wasn't. I don't know. It was just okay. I, I think I like The Village more than fucking Signs, actually. The one thing I didn't Ooh. like about Signs is because I rewatched it recently. Um, with my girlfriend, but like the one thing I I did not like about it, and I did like it, but was the um, it felt a little anti-science. It did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. felt like with all you, it was like basically the themes felt like with all your practical thinking, you know what I mean? You just have to take a chance on something that like is totally like out of this, like doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Like sort of like that's what all the practical thinkers like they don't understand it. Like with uh, the whole miracle. End. right 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 you know um but other than that i did like it yeah all right uh moving on to the next one uh david fincher to helm world war z sequel that was pretty down deep. yes that's a very interesting thing to happen uh I, I you know i i think what world war z the first one got a lot of shit on it but i thought that was like a pretty fucking cool uh, movie I own that movie. I also shed on it the first time I saw it. I was like, oh, this isn't the book. Because the book is fucking <laughs> wonderful. And yeah. If no one's read it, it's so good. And if if they would have called that Brad Pitt zombie movie, if they would just called it fucking that, it would have been a great fucking movie. It's like you compared it to this really cool book that it was really not like, that so didn't really like have anything to do. Yeah, it wasn't like the book at all. I mean, they probably took some stuff from it, but... Um, I don't know. The casting, to get David Fincher to do this is crazy because it's a sequel. That doesn't seem like a David Fincher thing to do. Alien 3. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, like, at <laughs> this know, point in the game. I know what you're saying. At, at this point in the game, because, like, that was his, like, first movie. Like, of course you're going to jump on a fucking Alien movie, you know? Hey, um, but it's like the script, man, I guess. Yeah, times are tough for David Fincher. Honestly, the, the most realistic scenario would be they probably promised him film like his film after oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah, after yeah. this like, one yeah do this, yeah, then, yeah 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 and yeah. then go ahead and do whatever which which is funny you say that because again it's going back to reddit they announced this week or last week that um ewan mcgregor is going to be the adult christopher robin in a fucking winnie the pooh movie wow. and the top comment was 
Disney's going to make this fucker do whatever he want, whatever they want before he before they before he gets his Obi Wan movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't care. That's They're going to be like, dance, motherfucker, dance. <laughs> He's in the new Fargo, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck, I've seen season one and two. I haven't seen three yet. Yeah, three. The, Three's uh, not out yet. Yeah, this two. Episodes. Oh, it is. No. Second episode cool. just aired, I think, on Wednesday. I only saw the first one. Is it just as good? First one's a little like slow. But like, kind of, just gotta get inside the unit, like that yeah. story, world building. Yeah, because it's a totally new story, so it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're don't expect anything from season two to be around. Um, he plays, he plays two characters, which is kind of cool. McGregor. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. But I'm excited. I love Fargo. I like season two a lot, but I think season one was just really strong. Season two was Mike, definitely you, good. What's that? Mike, did you watch Legion? Legion. I don't think I did. What's Legion? It's the uh, that's by the creator of Fargo. Uh, his ex, his Marvel show. I did not. Is it good? Oh man. Oh, Legion. It's fucking great, man. I, I figured since uh, you're a fan of the Fargo, like that's why I watched it because I was like, I didn't. Even I knew very. I knew very little about Legion, but just because of his like the things he's done with just Fargo alone, I was like, it's probably worth a watch, man. It's probably gonna be fucking crazy. But yeah, it's great. I think you'd probably enjoy it a lot. Yeah, I'll check it out. Because I know with Fargo... Yeah, the new season of Fargo, first episode so far. But that shit was great. Yeah. Far- Fargo's like a show I watch, and I'm like, I don't know who's making decisions on this thing, but they're making good ones. Like, <laughs> yeah, Like, yeah, beyond yeah. the acting. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. choices. Are Fargo right. is my absolute favorite thing on TV right now, next to Rick and Morty. Damn, I did not know that, Stefan. Interesting. I'm a pusher, baby. I'm a pusher, baby. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah Fargo, oh, Fargo is, is the most... Since fucking Roseanne, that's good. <laughs> Roseanne, <laughs> that Ro- that Roseanne reunion's coming. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, I I can't wait, dude. I fucking can't wait for this shit. I never watched much Roseanne. <laughs> Roseanne's uh, fucking great, except Roseanne's that, a big that part weird, of my life, baby. That final season's <laughs> that final season's weird. All right, so second to last thing, um, and I know we have opinions about this one. Uh, Robert Zemeckis reportedly in talks to direct The Flash. Matty, you said trash. Yeah, give him something he didn't write. I just, I don't know. Like, I haven't liked anything he's done. I mean, I didn't see The Walk or anything like that. But I feel like Man on Wire was, that's all I need to see. I don't need to, I mean, I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and that's why I'd watch that. But um, I don't know. Back to the future, bro. Back to the future. Come on. Yeah, but that's been years ago. And he likes doing all that fucking motion capture shit now. Like I thought that Beowulf movie was oh, garbage. Did the Flash? <laughs> Those movies are not fun to watch. <laughs> there is not. So so Mike, the Flash has had like it's been in development hell essentially. Yeah. Like movies like Aquaman going through just yeah. fine. Uh, you know, but the Flash has lost two directors now. Really? Yes. They, so they he's, he's gonna he's gonna end up becoming the fucking yeah. Batman sidekick. <laughs> Even the Batman film that that. I fucking uh the yeah. so jeff johns is a is a famous com- comic book writer that's mm-hmm. also crossed over into making films and tv he wrote with ben affleck supposedly a great script scrapped completely really? yes mm-hmm. completely uh to and that, so the batman script is being rewritten as well so it's just like you know we're gonna see good films out of the dc universe but i was, I was just about to ask that on a one to ten 
what would you guys give just the DC, this latest push in the DC? Oh, a three or a four, bro. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, damn, that low. I'm probably yes. I mean, like even including like the shows. Six. No, not, not, not just the just the movies. Yeah, right? not the shows. Yeah, just oh, like fucking a one. Yeah, I still <laughs> I'm with you on that. Yeah, as much as we 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 shit on all these movies, like I still enjoy watching them crash and burn. Like one of them's got to, you know, like what the hell? You know, like I everybody. Can't. I know, but not. The, I mean, everybody likes watching the Raiders lose. You know, like <laughs> so. So the problem, Mike, that you uh, the problem is essentially they want to differentiate from Marvel, which is fine, but they but Marvel works. Marvel works. It, they could differentiate and, and work. I really do think that. Yeah. But also, it's a lot of producer level input. It's just it's people who have power and nobody to tell them no. Basically, making making these choices. I mean, even like Zack Snyder at some point doesn't have the doesn't have a say at some at some points. You know, it's 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 just this these producer level guys. I mean, there's. This is a public story. Charles Roven is an executive producer on Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. Mm-hmm. He was taken off for Justice League. So they've tried to switch it up, and 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 like with if you look at the trailer for Justice League, they're trying to be Marvel essentially, and so like copy that model or be more lighthearted, be more jokey. And maybe it'll work, but it's not. I feel like it's not going to be something that was Zack Snyder's vision. Mm. It's going. Zack Snyder was essentially in a contract, and he made a movie that because Warner Brothers wanted him to. I feel like. I mean, for, I think, for I better think or just... worse, Batman vs Superman was what he wanted to make. Yeah. Especially the director's cut, which I heard is like not like it's still bad, but it's not as bad as theatrical. <laughs> and. Uh, you know, what like, did, what, did, yeah. what did Nolan understand that basically nobody understands today? I, I, so, so for me personally, it's a great question. I think that Nolan, Nolan was a literature major at Oxford in so, England. So he just understands. He understands life. fucking story, bro. <laughs> yeah. He understands great yeah. themes. Right. Like he didn't just see a guy in a bat suit. Great and simple. He saw yeah. yes. It's not just a guy in a bat suit. He saw the themes of fear and anxiety right. and just Mental like illness. great epic Children. themes, you yeah. know. And he was able to throw these huge ideas into this like a Batman story, which are great because essentially comics are mythology. You people don't realize this because people just think it's just a guy in a fucking spandex. But you that's the thing that what that was so great about Nolan. He was able to throw all these fucking great huge ideas into this storyline. Whereas, not to put Zack Snyder down, but I think that Zack Snyder's kind of less into that is less his thing. Yeah. Zack Snyder just wants to make a cool, darker than Marvel superhero flick, which is cool. I mean, I think Three Hundred is fucking awesome. Dawn of the Dead, awesome. I like Man of Steel. Most people hate that fucking movie, but you know I what like I mean. It more than Batman versus Superman. Yeah, and Suicide so, Squad. So yeah, Suicide. Yeah. Uh, he didn't direct that, but yeah, like. I like would- I would put those movies just the way you said them, like one, two, and three. Yeah, like exactly. They're just going the wrong direction, it seems like. But you know what? At the same time, we've said this before, but like Suicide Squad made a lot of money, bro. Like That's all they care about. Yeah. I mean, a, 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 seriously, could... at a producer level, that really is all they care about, honestly. But I do wish they were better movies, too. And I do think that, in yeah. a way, like the Suicide Squad 
reaction. It seems like young people did like it. And it might just be that they're making movies for people that are younger. And you know what I mean? They just don't care yeah. about similar things. It's all, there's also a diversity factor, I think, with Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, I think... I do battling a lot of... I, I could maybe not. I, I'm a white dude. I may, I might not be representing this correctly, but it might be having the same effect that Fast and the Furious has, where totally it, it can it can connect with a diverse audience because it's a fucking diverse cast. Yeah, you know. So and yeah, you you don't yeah. see you don't see that shit often. You don't you just you don't and you know, like the, I mean, um, look at look at fucking um what's a the the Latino dude's name um fucking Diablo. uh Diablo. Yeah. He's fucking like he feels bad about the shit he's done. And he wants redemption, which might have some parallels with Catholic culture within yeah. the Latino community. You know, there, I think there's shit totally. like that that people fucking connect with, even though it's kind of a bad movie. There's shit the- <laughs> for the for for that community. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Stefan, you can obviously say a lot more about this than I can, but that's just that's just my observation. Yeah, no, I think you're I think you're pretty spot on and like with the observation for sure. I think and that like what you were saying about like it being kind of like the fast in the field like and and you know they're these grimier type of superheroes of which you don't see a lot of um if you come from like uh, an urban community or whatever. Um so I can see why it's successful. I just hope that the sequel is better. I hope what spawns from these hiccups is better. And I think DC has a lot of factors that they're battling right now um, in order to catch up yeah. to, to Marvel. It's a compet- it's a competition, you know, that the other team, you know, they're just like, you know, how, what are they, who are they going to invest in this year in order to get back on top and whatever. And so it's good. Like good things beget like a healthy competition and My- begets more. And if there are bombs, they'll still make their money because <laughs> people will go to see the fucking disaster eventually. That My would be kind of prediction- cool to see DC just go. Keep going, sir. Okay, so so my prediction is that be cool. Just Wonder Woman is going to be good. I want to see the Sid and Nancy of Joker and Harley movies. Go wild with it. They should because they have like the thing about Tim Burton. That's what I'm saying. The thing about the thing about Tim Burton and the thing about like the old '60s bad mocker and all this is there's a it was a realm where people could explore style. You know, like give fucking Quentin Tarantino a Batman movie. That shit would be amazing. Quentin Tarantino has publicly said he thinks Batman is boring. Can you believe that? Well, that's because he's afraid of himself. I don't know, man. I mean, not look. I I, I like Tarantino. No, I don't expect kidding. everybody to like superheroes. It's fine. It's whatever. You know. I'm, obviously, I'm obviously I'm over exaggerating, but those films lend themselves to a lot of style. And if you have like what I in my mind's eye, what I saw with Suicide Squad and that that ballroom blitz trailer, I saw a fantastic fucking like grimy movie full of style, full of just like unapologetic attitude. It didn't deliver, but you know that's. <laughs> That's that's what I think fucking DC needs right now. Like Marvel has this kind of like they they're Disneyfied. Marvel's Disneyfied. They have that interpretation going right now. And DC has Warner Brothers, but Warner Brothers has been all over just the movie studio. They don't know what the fuck's going on. It's a bunch of old guys trying to be like, what the fuck do we do next? You know, like I think it would benefit them to to capture some kind of attitude with DC and make those realms like because Batman can be as popular as Spawn, and Batman's already better than Spawn. You know what I mean? Like they could, they could, they could capitalize on the pulpiness of these characters, which I think Marvel has set itself in too much of like a 
grounded universe to do at this point, and that would be their power play. They need to just, uh, from, from what I think, uh, they need to just make that script that Jeff Johns did, man. I mean, I don't know. I would follow you know, whatever like, Jeff Johns did. If it was that messy for them to be like, all right, Matt Reeves, you have, because Matt Reeves is a good storyteller. You, we yeah, know this. True. So, you know, it's like, and hopefully they don't dump it all on him and they have him working with people and possibly Jeff Johns. Like Ben Affleck is a filmmaker. Ben Affleck is a, is a, is a, a film lover above being having anything to do with comic books or comic book movies he's a, a like he's more in he's always been just a film guy <laughs> i think dc so, is poised dc is poised to have higher highs and lower lows yeah yeah lows, so maybe if taking the, if you look at the nolan universe the to this day the dark knight trilogy yeah, especially the first two movies they're yeah, better I, than any fucking yeah. marvel movie to this day in my opinion i know it's all subjective but oh, I will watch Batman Begins Batman. before fucking even Avengers or Winter you Soldier. You can even expand that into just like any movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. Those movies definitely, to me, stand yeah. out of a lot of just like non-Marvel movies. Right, really right, right. Because like you said, like no one just tackles like sort of real shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, it felt like it was more hyped up. Like when the Joker was fucking up people in Dark Knight, it was like... <sighs> I don't know, man. I felt like the stakes were higher than anything Marvel's ever done. Oh, sure, yeah. You know, Marvel, I mean, the, what they make is great. I love Marvel. They, When you watch a Marvel movie, you feel like you're watching a comic book come to life. But there is something about the way specifically Nolan tackled the Batman movies. Of course, the third one was kind of a misstep, but... You didn't like the third one. third one, I think, was it kind of he kind of Rises. fell apart a little bit. But right. I, I like parts of it. I definitely did. I thought Tom Hardy was... Like I mean, I think yeah, first, I mean, there's lines that, that like when Bane says like a fire right or shooting kind of line and shit right? like that. I feel like there's everything that he writes is kind of loaded thematically. Whenever he says a fire rises or I don't know that, uh, that movie's brilliant up until everything. they introduce that movie's brilliant up until they introduce an atomic device. That mo- yeah, it, that's what that's yeah, where the fucking yeah. movie lost me. I was like, really? Fucking that's true. Movie? That's like, true. That's how that's how Batman slinks his way out of being Batman. I was just like, the ending in that movie is fucking whack as hell. The the the, the best positive out of the Dark Knight Rises but, for me was that is probably the best Alfred ever on screen. That was the best Alfred no, acting. The best Alfred. I was I was just trying to protect you, like fucking. I had that part when they're both crying in the hallway. Fuck that. <laughs> no, I like that scene, man. I like that scene. Oh, that's the worst. It's so hard to watch. Come on, man. Come on. Have a heart, bro. Will you have a heart? I Not, I mean, you it was, like it, I don't. No, I mean, I, no, I, that was, yeah. I, I mean, obviously I like the, the, the second one more, um, but he, but like, yeah. I really loved that movie, that, that third one. Oh, you did? Yeah. I liked yeah. it more than the first one. Really? I did. Yeah. What, Rises? More than Begins? I did. Yeah, man. I mean, I just, I, to me, like, just. It's in the title, man. Bad just seeing superheroes lose is like something that they'll pretty much get me with. Like to see, like, oh, uh, that's, I guess that's my problem. That's what ego. I he like loses because he has ego. Is that what you're saying? When he first fights Bane, he he loses because he has ego. Yeah, I mean the fact. Yeah, basically that that, that story. I just like that story. What beyond superheroes? Yeah. Like that story's told. That's good. You know, that's that is where it's really good. You know, yeah. And um, yeah. And then kind of they just did that it. fucking green bomb at the end. Like when Bane, I mean, again, I always I'm going back to the dialogue a lot. But when he's when Bane says the shadows betray you because they belong to me, like that's some badass shit. Marvel's never gotten even close to that shit. 
Yeah. Marvel, never even, Marvel never even stepped in the same stadium as that line. Yeah, that's you know, Jonathan like, Nolan, baby. They told God fucking damn. they told they told Goyer to sit in his little baby chair in the corner, and Jonathan Nolan was like, "I'm gonna show you how to do this fucking shit, baby. We're from England. We invented this." Like, like tricks tricks are good for the uninitiated, but we are initiated. Like, oh my God, dude! All the Bane lines, I love them. Yeah. I love the Bane lines. I mean, that's to true. Go, I wish I could hear them. <laughs> <laughs> No, I agree. I agree with that as well. I agree with that as well. Yeah, you're right. To go from the the last band to that band, it was just like I was just so stoked. Like, right. With the with the new type of band they brought, like I was scared of that band. That band. Yeah, that he was awesome. Yeah. Tom Hardy. He was a, he was a total badass. Yeah. Yes. So awesome. I love how they connected the League of Shadows and everything. I love how they rounded everything out. For sure. It, um, it felt like it. You yeah. know, with all its faults, it did it did it's, like close up everything one. pretty well. Yeah. While keeping it open ended yeah. as well not, too, so that yeah. that was not great. To get in, not to not to sidestep in a social political direction, but I do feel like the shootings and everything had kind of like tarnished the acceptance of it some some somewhat. I feel like if there were like everything's great, you know, like nothing bad has happened today. We're gonna go watch this Batman movie, great Batman movie. No, uh, yeah, I feel like I, that I mean, kind of tarnished I, the appreciate. You know, like it was just hard to accept. It's interesting because it definitely. You know, it was hard, I mean, it changed. It was hard to enjoy it. It changed everything because, like, whether everybody went and when I went and saw it, like, psychological like behind that, with the, with the I guy totally was like, wow, and like, the Joker, you know, you just look twice, and everything, you know. I think so. Everybody kept saying that bloated, it was too bloated. That was like the main the storyline, the, the whole movie, Dark Knight Rises, was too bloated. I don't know what they meant by that, but that was a word thrown around a lot at the time whenever they were reviewing it, yeah. which is fine or whatever. I but, like how they had there's a moment in the dark. Knight Rises. Sorry to interrupt, Andrew, but there's a moment in Dark Knight Rises when, when Batman saves those dudes that have to walk on the ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 then, uh, after he saves Gordon or whatever, Gordon's like, "How'd you get here?" or something like that. And Batman's just—I forget what he says exactly, but it's alluding to the fact that he walked on the ice lightly, which is a callback to Batman Begins when fucking Ducard or Ra's oh. al Ghul fucking yeah. So knocks the, the ice so and this him into the thing. This is in reference to everybody saying, how did you get back to Gotham? Like, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. can we just fucking, how boring would a scene be where he's going up and renting a plane somewhere? You know what right. I mean? I like, I like how, how, how boring would that scene be? His, oh my God, bro, will you give no one a chance? Credit card and social yeah, security number. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, like, come I on. Like, like, yeah. like, he's I Bruce Wayne. Like he's, he's memorized his fucking, all of his credit card information. Yeah. yeah. You know, you would have like assumed that he's done that. Fact, I like how it alludes to the fact that he he might have like ninjaed his way over that ice, and it like being like a callback to the the first movie and his training yeah. and everything. Like that would have been a boring been scene to fucking see him walk across ice, but <laughs> like I mean, it might have been cool for a while. Did you like but, the um, Batman on the like the ninja shit? That's one thing I've been thinking about Batman lately, and it's like, what do these fucking Batman movies need? Is a little more like ninja shit. Oh, that's all I want in my life is that. Yeah, right because there. like you have you have the League of Shadows and everything, but the Batman the animated series had that whole thing where he was connected with like a ninja clan and you know, just like you know, it's one thing to have fucking Christian Bale do Krav Maga, but it's another thing to show Bruce Wayne that's like um well studied in all different martial arts and stuff like that. There's no reason why we can't have like more what Dark Knight, uh the sequel, he had that shit where he roped those guys all together. That was like a ninja move, right? That was most definitely an ninja move. I mean, there's yeah. there's videos of martial artists doing that on YouTube. Yeah, and it's like that. Sweet. I think that would benefit 
Batman I mean, more than fucking an Israeli is an Israeli handshake. You know what I mean? Like, come I, on. I, yeah, I, I think that he's Batman. Actually, in my in my opinion, should should be avoiding close hand combat as much as possible. He uses yeah. smoke bombs and he chokes out a motherfucker real quick. Like Joe Rogan even said on his podcast, like he said night, that like yes. you can, you can be taken. Joe Rogan said when you're if somebody like chokes you out the right way, it, it only takes like a two seconds. Yeah, totally. It's really yeah, more like that's long. what I mean, like more lurking in the shadows. You know what I mean? Yeah. More of that idea of like instilling fear in people. I don't want to see like any more shaky cam fucking Batman fights. There, that that scene that in Superman where he's fighting in in that uh, what do you call it that um, rundown building or whatever, yeah, that was cool. I liked that. That yeah. was like it felt like you were playing the Arkham game. That was like one of the highlights yeah. of the movie. But yes, yeah, I think you're cool. right, man. Like Batman's, he's like he's a ninja, bro. I, he's I, a wraith in the night, man. He's got to be. Like, always forget a ghost. That. Yeah, you don't like just because he wears a costume doesn't really mean it needs to be seen all the time, you know, by his antagonists, yeah. right? Sneaking you know, up on somebody, he's supposed to come off as like a force of nature, and you know, and that's the reference I was paying to like Spawn, you know, this like lurking presence and that cape and everything, you know, like let the costume speak for itself in certain ways, you know, it's like the flapping of the cape and everything. Um, like Tim Burton could do a lot in the 89, in 89 Batman when he's like, yeah. Who are you, man? Like they're terrified of him, yeah, exactly. They can't stand the sight of him. Yeah, and you get there. This one is just like, you know, it's like a quick, like, and then the guy's knocked over and then he's gone. You know what I mean? It's like, that's cool. However, more of just like the not, you know, like those parts in the Arkham game when you loom over people and you hang and you snatch them up and stuff like that. Yes, yes, yes. More of that. Yes. Hardly enough of that in more modern Batman movies. And I think, you know, maybe that's just like the action movie fan or whatever. Like, you know, I just want that, that highly concentrated fucking reduced down to a syrup fucking. <laughs> Batman movie that just doesn't exist yet. You the know, best, the best they get, they do it is probably that fucking warehouse scene in Batman Begins, where yeah. he's like, "Where are you?" And then he yeah. goes, "Right here." You yeah. know, yeah, like that's yeah. oh, that scene is like, "Oh my god, I can yeah. die right now." This is so yes. good. <laughs> Andrew Loves Batman. I love, I love, <laughs> I love those scenes, dude. Like the, the fucking ninja shit that Batman does. They even mention like the ninja use the smoke bombs to get out, get in and out of shit. Yes. They say that in the fucking first movie. I want to see that. My favorite scene in Batman Begins is fucking when he's training and all those ninjas are in the rows and when he, he doses him with that fucked up scarecrow drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That shit was amazing. When I oh, Batman Begins is so incredible. That movie um, was amazing, really man. So seeing, cool. I saw that one in IMAX, and I remember just being like, "Holy fuck! This is the Batman movie I've always wanted since since the animated series." You know what I mean? Like, I love the Burton movies. I even like Batman Forever. But um, yeah, I do too. Yeah, I like. I remember liking that when I was a kid. Jim I Carrey movie. fucking killed the Riddler, man! In a time when Dude. Jim Carrey needed to be the Riddler, he was. Yeah, right. right. If Tommy, if if Tommy Lee Jones would have played Two Face. Like Tommy Lee Jones plays every other character very oh, serious. He would have been a terrifying fucking two face. Fantastic, dude. right, right, right. Like I, I don't like the way it. some of the characters were played, but like comparing it to Batman and Robin, Batman Forever is a pretty good movie, and the soundtrack is fucking like weird. Yeah. yeah, fucking Kiss from a Rose, bro. Yeah, yeah it's got yeah, Bad Smash uh, and uh, Sunny Day Real Estate's on that fucking album too. Fucking yeah. weird. <laughs> they would play that song in the fucking movie. I know oh how much God. I love. I know how much I liked Batman Forever because of how excited I was to see Batman and Robin. 
Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was like, this is going to be, this is going to win an Oscar. This is going to be the Batman movie that wins a fucking Oscar. No doubt. <laughs> then you have to cut to a few years later. Dark <laughs> Knight oh, wins. Oh yeah. Totally. Heath, baby, rest in peace, dog. <laughs> Do you guys think an, uh, like a comic book movie will ever win at the Oscars? Best picture? Yeah. 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 It's yeah, possible. Definitely. It's possible. It's going to be like, it's going to be like Astro, Astro Boy directed by Spike Jones. I think, I think Ozama Tezuka, he's going to be like, I think I figured this one out. It'll probably be Akira. It'll be, no. It will be, be Marvel DC is what you're It'll saying. It'll be Jordan Peele for Akira. That's going to be the fucking citizen. Oh, my God. Time, baby. He's going to make that shit. And we're going to be like, I don't even know how to handle this. It's not even anything like the anime, but it's fucking incredible. Just like the anime and the manga at the same time. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. As long as, as, <laughs> as he has that scene where he throws the moon, moon into the earth, I'm fucking down. Oh, my God. It'll be there, baby. It'll be there. I do feel like you're right. I feel like it won't be a DC or Marvel film. I think it'll... I would like for it to be, because I've always been a fan. I would like for it to be an X-Men film, honestly. Will that happen? Probably just, not. I was actually just about to say, like, I do think... I mean, I don't think it will, but, like, after watching Logan, I was like, this should win. Right, right, or at right. Least it yeah. should, be in, it should get something. It should be in the running. It should yeah. be the nominated. Yeah. After watching Logan. I, I, th I definitely think Hugh Jackman should at least be nominated for Best Actor. Dude, that movie was incredible. Right. Incredible. I, I think Hugh Jackman was great in that fucking movie. Yeah. No, that was like the best supporting best actor, Def Daphne. I think yeah. you could ask for. Right. There yes. was no better send off than yeah. that. Yeah. Right, the third act. Yeah. Of superhero film. The first dude in the first twenty seconds, I was like, I know why it's rated R. Yeah, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh shit. A guy that has knives coming out of his hands, like yeah. you need to fucking stab motherfuckers. Yeah, I know. Like yeah, 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 like yeah. We finally get it. Like yeah. after so many fucking years. Yeah. The thing is, I, I they could have made a PG thirteen fucking cool Wolverine movie. They just were misguided. True, you know? but at least like, we got I, Logan. I, I, no, I, I'm saying that. I'm just you know there was a lot of missteps with the Wolverine franchise. I think oh, James yeah. Mangold with the Wolverine. If they would have not done a fucking mech silver samurai, I liked the first half of that fucking movie. I think it's pretty solid. It just loses me at yeah. the end. I, I agree. I mean, yeah, I've told you on this podcast before. I, I agree with that, definitely. I think that that was definitely the weakest part. I mean, obviously, you got Wolverine in Japan. I'm already sold. Yeah. Um, I could have had more culture class shit. Like, whenever he's, whenever they're eating and he doesn't want to use chopsticks, he just eats. I think that's, a, no, I think that's he, what happens. No, no he, he sticks them up up in the bowl, which is a, not a good sign. Like, he right, sticks them yes. in the food. Yeah, like, he uses them. He just, he also uses a fork and a spoon and everything else. I, I, yeah, I like, I like the, I like Wolverine kind of, like, he likes Japan, but he doesn't assimilate that well at the same time. Which is yeah. anywhere else as well for him. Well, yeah, which, yeah. I love that shit, because yeah, Wolverine no. is just like... He's a wild man, yeah, and it doesn't, it's, fit, in, doesn't fit in with Japan like at all. But at the same time, the warrior thing he really uh, can connect with. If they'd so, have done that shit, Frank Miller panel for panel, we'd be oh, telling yeah, a dude. story right now, dude. <laughs> I think that's like my big, that my biggest beef with the, the Wolverine is that. Just fucking. Well, how did that, that how do you comic do, book like, is so good? How do you explore the mythology in a new way and blah 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 without like there are certain like if you did Barry Windsor Smith Weapon X frame for frame gold, Ugh. dude like. <laughs> How did you like you know Sin City is fucking incredible and it's because the story is already told how it is they're just interpreting it for a screen just yeah. do that a couple times here and there right. you know like explore the lesser known characters mm -hmm. give us fucking come on man 
I don't know. I agree. I agree. I thought my okay. Thank my you. Favorite, my favorite part of Logan <laughs> was when like he was too broke to buy a boat, and he was really stressed out about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, that's like that's my life, bro. Like, Wolverine, right. like, you guys had a plane that came out of the ground last movie. Like, that's right, the best right, right. And now you can't buy a boat. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that he was chauffeuring around like fucking prom people going to prom. Yeah, and it's like that's fucking Wolverine yeah. in the front seat, motherfuckers. Show yeah. some respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and he was like he didn't no. want to get shot because it's his livelihood and just right. like, relate don't it's shoot like, them my car getting shot right yeah. right yeah i'd slice okay. some motherfuckers up too man i got somebody backed into me that, the other day. that black and white cool. uh that black and white uh uh version's coming out soon yes yeah it's gonna be one night only we should we should all yeah. fucking live tweet it really <laughs> one night <laughs> yeah. yeah just one night it's like it's the week before um, Alien, because oh, I thought wow. it was the same week. I was like, "There's no way." I like they'll, they'll release can it. Can I eventually? It? Oh yeah, they're they'll, gonna, they'll put they're it gonna, on they're the DVD. They're gonna use that. They're gonna use that one night as like a gauge. Yeah, I mean, if they have the transfer, they've put some effort into it. Sorry, you probably fucking on the Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be nice. It'd be nice to see it in the theater though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that movie. Like Comic Book Girl, really fucking changed. I love it, but it makes me sad. What movie is that? Uh, yeah, that her her review of it is Logan. very like. This is Logan talking heavy. about. Like, yeah, Logan, comic book girl does it. Comic book girl nineteen. Her her review of Logan. It's just like anyway. I I love Logan, you know, but I agree a lot with what she has to say about it. Check out her yeah. review of it for that. Um, but I'm just like, yeah, man. I'm like, I'm ready for a world where the X Men are fucking winning, baby. Like where the X Men yeah. are like doing some good on this earth, not just fucking pariahs of society. True. Yes, that that sounds yeah, good that, to me that's, too. That's a, it's a huge part of the story, and it often is the crux of their trad. The X Men is really like a tragedy, honestly. Like they're always facing like the most heaviest hardships, but there are moments of lightness. You know what I mean? Like, and if you take that first uh, uh, mutant Genesis storyline, tweak that a little bit, baby. Come on, let's do it. Come True on, that. baby. True that. I, can, I mean, <laughs> you know, done, like they, just fucking, just they've done fucking Matthew Vaughn. Just I just get him back. I, give him whatever he needs to, to do. Anyway, go ahead. No, as I was saying, I think they've done a ton of good. I mean, they prevented the extinction. Extinction of their, but but and I hear what you're saying. Like, it'd be nice that if you know they could actually like, instead of yeah. preventing yeah. the death of I, the species, I, I, like yeah. say, hey, like, what should we do about the economy? Like, let's tackle that. I know? dig. Like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. They should be using their mutant powers to fucking, you know, yeah. whatever. No, but, um, sure. <laughs> but I do, I, I, you know, it's like, it's just like we're due for, for a little bit of, you know, like I love the, the flawed hero idea of Logan and everything. That's, it's really great. It's like Leon, you know, it's really great. Yeah, but but I also love Wolverine. And I love the hero part of Wolverine, the superhero part of Wolverine. And I just want a little mix of that, you know, like mix it in a little better. I mean, I think um, I thought that that was like that. That's what we were witnessing: the torch being passed right there, right? Like Logan is like this yeah. guy who's like he's not good at certain things. He doesn't care anymore. He's like I'm not. Yeah, you know, but his but, daughter, you know, like you know, has has yeah. a shot, you know. Yeah. Comic book girl had a good point where she was just like, you know, like what did he the next day he couldn't like like chaperone them to where they needed to go, or whatever. He slept in, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. 
a scene where he's like he's like he's like denouncing her at that point but you, their relationship throughout the movie really isn't that difficult like he's just a fucking frustrated dude obviously so like and she's like tough as nails so like it's not that hard for them actually to get to the core of their relationship for him to be like no i'm not going now and then sleep in that was kind of hurtful in terms of the character I'm just yeah. like, he would have fucking been up and at him for Rogue. He would have been fucking waiting out there for Jubilee. You know what I mean? Like, we just haven't seen that turn of Wolverine's character yet because it's been so convoluted onto a lot of other things. And I, I love the X-Men movies for what they are, and I'm glad they exist. The first one is dope. First Class is great. But there's a lot that has been left unfucking turned. And I hope with this Dark Phoenix uh, sequel business, they do. If they don't have that fucking scene on the fucking shuttle when Jean Grey is like, like aging rapidly and dying out while the Phoenix spirit spirit is making a deal with her, you know, if they don't have that scene in the fucking Dark Phoenix, that's some bullshit. That's the most (laughs) emotional comic book scene ever written. The thing I want (laughs) to see from the Dark Phoenix saga is Jean out of control. I, like that's the thing I remember when I was a kid that was so powerful what, to me. Like Harley Quinn. More than that, like the Dark Phoenix. Fe- Dark Phoenix. Dark that's Phoenix true. is like she's right. lost, she's lost her fucking yeah. mind. I, I wanted. I want to see. No, it's not even that because the character is like an omnipotent kind of like being to where it's just like you know, it, you know these like humans or these other mutants they don't resonate with the same like purpose that I do. So be gone with you. You know what I mean? There's like this like ancient kind of like royalty aspect to the Phoenix spirit that is just beyond humanity, beyond any existence you know she's up there with the fucking celestials you know what i mean so it's like that's true I, right, just, but i, I remember like when, when, when i watched the x-men cartoon when i was a kid i was yeah. just so they, i was so taken aback by yeah. that by like gene was always so kind of cool cool-headed yeah yeah, yeah she totally was like, like a female cyclops in that way but she if they do she, that she went absolutely <laughs> insane wasn't that the third movie yeah if they if they do that, <laughs> they've, been, they've been hitting at this fucking dark phoenix yeah. shit forever. Sorry, 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 sorry to interject, but if they go that route, then they have to do the whole Madeline Pryor thing because it's a really emotional kind of thing. It's about a woman and what she wants, and here and there, you know, like she's she has Jason Wingard, who's this like dashing, you know, she's her mind is in a whole other time and place where this romance is going on, but she also has Cyclops looking for her. This romance that's already started, you know, and a lot of what happens with the Phoenix power is 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 interpreted through that madeline Pryor character the hellfire club and everything like that so if they see her going into madness that's when you really see her like going mad with power but it's a combination of the two minds um but i don't know it depends on if they're going to go to space or whatever so like who fucking knows man i just, hope just shouldn't good. do it i hope it's I it hope could it's, be a mess man i feel like this x-men movie is going to be a mess dark Dark I Phoenix really is a gamble. Dark Phoenix is a huge thing. And you ask any comic book uh, writer who worked on X-Men, you ask Claremont, you ask Jim Lee, any artist, you ask anybody who's in the entertainment business who's worked on fucking X-Men, Zach Penn will tell you Dark Phoenix is not a good idea. I mean, you're talking about sort of like uh, um, sort of like another spirit, like a spiritual larger-than-life element. Yeah. Because uh, she's I, like an, an, an ancient force that is like, you know, it's like the... Dude, that sounds just like the thing we just saw in Suicide Squad. I mean, am I wrong? It's better than that, Interesting but similar. Interesting point that Mike makes. I mean, it, it could, it could be as bad as that movie. Yes, it, it could be. It doesn't work in a future Raw. I've yeah. always felt like that. It's yeah. like, don't go to that yeah. level yeah. to this, like, yeah. godlike force. Because yeah. 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 that's the whole reason we need superheroes is because, like, yeah. we're dealing with... Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. 
Yeah, I think yeah, you're right. It's, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be tough because it's just gonna be overblown. It's gonna be fucking uh, uh, Sansa fucking yelling at everybody for two. <laughs> the, the possession aspect is kind of cool, <laughs> but right, yeah, they're gonna go they're gonna go wrong with it like they do with every fucking X Men movie because they they don't they're on a momentum now where it's not gonna change right away um, because they have for whatever reason I don't know. Have an itch. I hope they just lean more towards into the X Force and the Deadpool in terms of X Men. Like they know somebody fucking you know whoever got Colossus that much into Deadpool is a genius because they that it's not Deadpool that introduced the X Men universe. Deadpool's his own thing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Colossus connected the X Men into that universe, and now they're going with X Force. Josh Brolin is Cable. Like Josh Brolin knows what's up. This is going to be huge oh Adam, and the new movements and everything this is this is uh i don't think we have no uh, we're not, not not really not, not as in depth but anyway sorry i don't mean to I'm take gonna all pee real time. quick but you guys keep going steven <laughs> did you like the um the uh the, the new x-men with the the younger people um the, the first class the first class I, I love i love first class i'm kind of indifferent on days of future past i feel like days of the future time past travel is- one right yeah, I like some parts of it, but I think it's just like a slogging kind of mess. Like you're just like but not, trudging your way through it. I thought, like, I hear what you're saying. Like, there were some yeah. parts that like really yeah. stood out, but I did yeah. feel like it was like, what else were they supposed to do because of what happened in the third one? Yeah. It's like they were trying to reset everything. Exactly. I, yeah, I I like I like that they took that opportunity to reset the universe with James Marsden and all them at the very end. Uh, Halle Berry. Um, but but honestly and truthfully, I think Matthew Vaughn craziest left field move with First Class and made a prequel X Men movie set within the '60s. It's basically James Bond with superpowers that captured the essence of the earlier comics. He didn't even attempt to focus on the mutant Genesis era, you know, that everybody's so familiar with that we have yet to see that we've seen an interpretation of in the Brian Singer version. Mm-hmm. So I love Matthew Vaughn, but I think like when Brian Singer came back on, he confused a lot of what was good and popular about First Class, about what reinvigorated everything. And then Apocalypse has some fun moments, but it's truly awesome. not that good movie. You know, James McAvoy, actually, I like James McAvoy's scenes in Apocalypse more than any of his scenes in fucking uh, Days of Future Past. I hate that they – I feel like Brian Singer wasted – uh, James McAvoy with being in this like stupor that always happens with fucking Professor X and Jean Grey too. They're always like off in some stupor or whatever. But yeah, Apocalypse week. I was really disappointed by that. I'm I'm, I'm hoping with Noah Hawley doing Legion and kind of like putting some funk and again style attitude works. We'll see. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I, I you know, uh, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just gonna say in in a way now that we're talking about it, like because I've always felt like I liked X Men, but. To oh. think, I think the best part of X Men has always been Hugh Jackman, and now that he's gone, now I am kind right. of like, wait, right. I'm kind of worried. And about that's it. that's it's it's an interesting fucking like Hugh Jackman's and his like staying power, his presence. You know, people just want more of that fucking dude. He's the best, and oh, all awesome. of those. They, yeah. Once they cast him for, you know, the first X Men movie is about Wolverine. The second X Men movie is about Wolverine. The third X Men movie is about Wolverine and Jean Grey, kind of, right. and then a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know for, first class is the only movie that's not about wolverine true but you have that fuck off moment and it's just like <laughs> we got to get a big moment with wolverine have him say fuck and then like nice same fuck everywhere it's great 
but <laughs> yeah you know and then and then apocalypse had that scene you know like they kind of steered away from it but these movies have been centered around hugh jackman's presence and logan is the fucking swan song to the entire universe that they've built so far which because, is kind of beautiful because the first one anyway yeah. no no, no I, that, i'm glad you said that because like totally i've always felt makes me a man I've always felt like Wolverine has been like the epitome of just like what the X-Men is about and like what Professor X is trying to do. Yeah. It's like he's the most damaged. He's like this person that needs yeah. help. But you know, he holds it's it's the only family he's ever been able to sustain and he holds a silent responsibility to the entire thing as seen in the comics X-Men and uh, X-Men and or Wolverine and the X-Men or whatever. Yeah. cartoon or whatever there's a lot of stories of him inheriting it not scott scott ends up becoming a villain a lot of the time and currently so it's like <laughs> you know what i mean wolverine like what to speak to you what you're saying mike like he does embody a lot of what the x-men is about if you think about x-men you think about fucking six claws crossed against one another you know what i mean like yeah i mean it's almost like i felt yeah. i feel like so it's, it's not it, yeah go ahead, wolverine sorry. is the reason that like to me professor xavier exists like he's yeah. on this earth to to find Wolverine and like try to like show him like in Logan, yeah. they did that. That's why like, Logan. That is that out. solely is the reason why. I, oh, yeah. All the stuff I said about comic book going team, blah 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 blah. Like I do feel certain things and have certain uh, hopes for the X Men franchise, but Logan is truly fucking like an amazing film and like it gets me in my heart. And because yeah. of Professor X and 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 logan or hugh jackman's wolverine like they, it's just like hugh jackman and, and, yeah. and patrick stewart like well, yeah for an afternoon you know what I mean? like oh yeah. it's too good he's like he's so... like let's hang out here for a little more by the lake on the countryside yeah. you know because oh. this is what life is you know like that yeah was no, cool. and he's, he's crying i love when fucking like there's a relationship between them that's explored in the comics you know there's so much going on in the comics but you know in the cartoons and here and there but like the one thing about these films is it really honed in on those two characters and what they mean towards one another and what X-Men means to everybody else yeah. as evidence with the fucking cross being tipped over at the end. Well said. You know, like, thank you. <laughs> I've had a few X-Men is better than religion. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I take away. That's the takeaway. Yeah. That's true. It's, thank you, it's, Logan. That's, that's why I love Comic Book Girl 19 for her shit and, like, X-Men is, is, is my, my thing. But, um, I'm gonna check that uh, out. Yeah, anyway. I, I haven't seen that, but I will. Check <laughs> yeah, she did. She did some really great um, uh, documentaries about the first kind of like three pivotal generations of the X Men. It's fucking incredible. Um, we also went to the same college as her, but she went after us. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we that's there. cool. You guys set her up. Connections, like, baby. Not yet. We're we're going to very soon. She. She. Yeah. Yeah. You can so. only play that card once, but do it. Yeah, yeah. I know. We will. Yes. But as far as Logan Black and White, like. If I if it works out timing wise, I'm fucking there. That sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. Same weekend as Alien Covenant. No, I think it's the week before. Okay. So Woo, maybe the summer started. I gotta go to the movies. I'm going to the movies tomorrow, my friends. What are you gonna, gonna go see, see, bro? I'm gonna go see Colossal. I'm gonna go see what was the other one? Free Fire. <laughs> I'm gonna go see Colossal. I'm gonna go see Free Fire. Um, I want to try and see Your Name. Might skip to the back, but I think those two. What else is out right now? Not a lot, man. Okay, that's good. Okay, so two movies. I'm gonna go go see that shit tomorrow. That'll be nice. I'll get some ice cream. The last thing on my list on the fucking news segment, bro, uh, is... uh, (laughs) I know we went went on a huge tangent, but that's all right. It's all good. Uh, That's all good, man. As long as we're talking, it's all good. 
Star Wars Episode Nine. Ryan Johnson will not write the script. I wanted to end on a happy. Good, he's not for, directing it for you guys. I know. I don't know why this is a new segment, but it was. It was like, all right, whatever. But I knew you guys would feel feel for this. Yes. So, um, yeah. Uh, um, can I go first? I'm not go ahead. Go, yeah, go, go ahead, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously, since the they're using like a producer kind of like route to make these movies, like it makes sense. Like whatever, who cares? Um, they did the same things with the original trilogy, and I think what makes Star Wars fantastic as fans who are at the level of being able to do something about it having a say in the creative process of the successive movies which seems like that hasn't changed that much so i think it's kind of like a clickbait article could be yeah you know what i mean very possible because it's like oh like any star wars fan is like oh duh fucking like exactly what maddie said you know like, duh, fucking, <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like but and I don't know. It seems like people want to stir shit up, and I'm not even trying to defend Ryan Johnson. So I have a few words to say to him if I ever meet him in person. I'll be amicable, sir. <laughs> but um, but but it's cool. Like it's you know, it's really about like the producers and the story group that that control the continuity and the canon, and as that might end up ultimately becoming, in terms of Star Wars, <laughs> somehow. Um, I think that's a good route in terms of like, to me, Star Wars right now is kind of like the best bag of Cheetos you ever got out of a vending machine. Because <laughs> you can go back to that vending machine and get another bag of Cheetos and it's just as good. Like, they're just like, don't fuck up. Like, don't break it if it's not, you know, don't fix it if it's not broken. Just let it be. You know, like, it's fine now. It's fine. It's good enough. And Leave you're it. saying Ryan Johnson breaks it up too much? He... The... No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic about The Last Jedi once I got over my emotions initially. I still don't like Ryan Johnson, but you guys helped to, like, rein me in a little bit. He was talking some major shit, Mike. He does not like Ryan Johnson, the director like Ryan of the next Star Wars film. Oh, the next I'm, I'm like yeah. that guy, and I know I'm taller than him, so... <laughs> you you want to fight him? Man, it's... I don't want to fight him. I just want to stare him down, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> I have some fucking weighty opinions words. about what you're doing to the start and I, I don't know. But <laughs> um, you guys like Rogue it? One, right? Yeah. Love Rogue One. Yeah, it took me a while. It was, Rogue One. I you didn't like it at first. I've, I've heard a lot of people say that, and it's kind of recently. It's it post Blu-ray. I, I worked post Blu-ray. I worked at a QC spot, so I had to watch it like maybe like five or six times. Yeah, and it was like, Ooh, that's rough. It's not. It's not. I watched what? it about three times in the theater. It's not the easiest movie to like continue to revisit. It's pretty. It's pretty dark. For, actually, I, it was, for me, it was like by the by the third or fourth time, I was like, okay, this is good. But the first couple yeah. of times, I was like, oh, I see. But it, maybe I don't know. It was probably just because of like where I, you know, I was at and I was watching it, but. <laughs> it was yeah, worth. You got to give the wars full attention, man. You got to yeah. give them. Not to say that you weren't. All I'm saying no, is, no, I was personally, no, you're absolutely right. I was not. I, I draw the shades. I I, 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 I like Rogue One a lot. I thought that was a great movie. It was. It really. Yeah. I At think so. Day, that's where I ended up. But it did yeah. take me a while. At first, you were like, "This is too dark. I don't like it," or what? No, I think it was yeah. because like I'm not like I'm not like a Star Wars like. You know, that'd be the first. So yeah, it did. That's, me, the, that's the first thing. It took right. me a while to be like, okay, wait, all right. So yeah. who the fuck is this again? You know, like, where are we? Yeah, yeah. This, this is this yeah. character. This is it's, that it's, character. It's kind of the um, it's it's the more it's the denser Star Wars kind of like subscription. <laughs> you know, like you know, open up. Force Awakens the... is real. 
Yeah, Force Awakens is real easy to get into. You know, they're introducing new characters and everything, but it's still, it's lighter, it's brighter, it's more colorful. Um, Rogue One is a straight up fucking war movie. Yeah, that is set in the Star Wars universe. So the the diehards are going to be here. There, the nerds are going to be there. Anything with Star Wars, you're going to get the kids there. But really, it turned out to be like this fluke moment where somebody got to make a serious movie set in a fucking quote unquote non serious once I franchise. Once I understood like what it was to the Star Wars universe, like essentially, like being a Game of Thrones fanatic, it'd be like watching yeah. a battle of the Trident movie where Rhaegar Targaryen dies. Yeah. You this know, is, like, all right. like this prequel yeah. sort of legend that you Rogue One. It'd be like the battle right whenever the Mad King dies or some shit like that. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So, so yeah. the first yeah. died in the battle. Yeah, exactly. Of the yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, and it's kind of like oh. This is why, like, we had a chance. In, yeah, exactly. In those first three films, because these people exactly. gave their lives. Like, that was cool. That is to say, the origin of Darth Vader should have been the red wedding of this series. <laughs> but I that, like that. I like that comparison. That was, yeah, that was dope. Like, like dope. once I figured that out, I was like, "This is a really good movie." Because I didn't understand like what it meant, like the stakes of it. I was yeah, like, that. Who are these people? Me, How do they relate to Luke? The people like I already like, you know. But to me, like Rogue One sets up everything, obviously, but it's like the weight of the entire universe. Like this is what the rebellion's fighting for in A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back and Jedi. You know what I mean? Like this is this these this, these are the stakes. This is what the the Empire's stranglehold is. You know what I mean? Like everybody dies in that movie. Everybody yeah. sacrifices themselves for this cause for this fucking disc at the end you know what i mean like yeah for, for leia for all those connections to be made you think about like luke is just a fucking farm boy and we see him that way we saw him that way you know like by by starting the movies in the crawl as episode four um it, it says more now because of rogue one than it did then but only because that's some fucking dope storytelling and we i will fucking accredit that to george lucas <laughs> well, you know, yeah. just like mixing up the mythology, saying there's a story before this, there's more stories after this. There's like, you know, like kind of building things there and letting it like kind of blossom out. Yeah. And Rogue Rogue One sets those stakes where it's just like, like I always say, that like anytime I see fucking a little kid wearing Empire shit, I'm just like, what the fuck, man? Like, who's, ra- <laughs> who's raising this? Who's raising- don't we child? don't we know? Don't we know what's at stake here? You know what I mean? And I feel like Rogue One. They're Rogue evil, One. kid. Are you a Nazi too? Where's your swastika? <laughs> for, for the entirety of the release of Rogue One, I stood out many movie theaters being like, yep, uh-huh, now you know. I told you so. I told you so. Come on. You know, this is fucking, this is what we're fighting for. And bro- and then so when I hear Luke say something yeah. like, like, oh, I need the Jedi to end, whatever. I know it's just drama. I know it's going to be good. Whatever, Ryan Johnson aside. But when I hear that, I'm just like, fucking no, man. Like, yeah, why... No. I think he wants to, like like we talked about this in the chat, but I think that he wants the Jedi to end personally because he's tired of of Jedi's going bad and becoming like the worst Sith they've ever seen. Like like yeah. like Kylo Ren was part of the yeah. Jedi and then he turned yeah. bad, and Darth Vader was the same way, and he's he's tired of people turning the yeah. Force into the dark side. If no one ever starts at the for, the Force, no one ever is trained, then no one no one ever become a Sith Lord. But here's the thing: that's, is that's the his Sith, thinking. I think the Sith want nothing more than the Jedi to be destroyed. So you're saying, right. like, what if that's what Luke wants? And that's just what Luke wants. 
that doesn't have anything to do with what the Sith Lords are doing at present. I don't know how they'll handle that, but I think that in I his think, mind, as soon as, think, as soon as the Sith Lords are dead, yeah, gone away. I think it's going to be. A, like, he, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to like continue the tradition. I was. I think it's going to be a story of Ray, quote unquote, Ray of Light, like softening that motherfucker up, and he trains her how to be a Jedi, and he realizes the battle at stake. You know, that same theme that's carried over from Rogue One and Force Awakens. And we'll get some dope Luke shit. I don't think he's going to die. I think I'm going to find not. a way to, like, blow up Leia's ship or something. But, um, and Leia's going to have a, a role in this I think, movie, too. I think you know? What I don't like, I'd li I really like the trailer. I watched a couple of fucking, like, breakdowns of it. I actually really like the last Dread Eye trailer now that I've, like, kind of sat down with some other people. Mike, who are so just explain to you real quick. Whenever you first <laughs> saw this trailer, he hated it. Stefan was taking a big shit on this trailer, bro. <laughs> he was like, fuck Ryan Johnson, he is the biggest piece of shit <laughs> I've ever seen in my message. life. This is the worst Star Wars trailer. I'm not even going to see it. Like, it was, dude, I couldn't believe your reaction, bro. It was ridiculous. I would never miss the wars, bro. <laughs> Fill me in. So The Last Jedi is the second one in the... The Last Jedi is The Force Awakens. The sequel to Force yeah, Awakens. Yeah, yeah. So, next, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the all the new yeah. characters and the old characters, you know, saying yeah. their goodbyes or whatever, but trailer was very cryptic. It was <laughs> attempting to be a mysterious and it, attempting. It got it got me in it got me more in an emotional place. Like I feel like honestly, if I had a fucking I feel like Darth Vader more than I feel like Luke sometimes. <laughs> How does that have to do with it with the fucking trailer? What are you talking about? What I'm saying is like, <laughs> what, hey, tell us, man. Yeah, let us know your feelings, bro. I just, I get the fall. Like, I get the frustrations of not, you know, like having so much intention and it not going your way. That's why Obi Wan. It's like it's really about Obi Wan and Vader. Everything, like even Force Awakens, everything, everything we see is about Obi Wan and Vader. Obi-Wan is that 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 kind of unattainable like valor that the virtue, you know what I mean? And Vader is human. I mean, he's so not human because he's all messed up and robotic, but it's because he made choices as more of a human than anything superhuman. He he responded to his emotions and he I like Yeah, no, I You know what I mean? Man. Like no. yeah. <laughs> and that's why as much as people <laughs> as much as people shat on that those those um, the yeah, three, there. Prequels. The, the one yeah. scene where he was like, "You were the chosen one." Like, totally, that, totally, totally. That summed it all up. It's like, dude, what? It's like you had everything, yeah. and you, you know, you screwed it up. Yeah. So I agree. Man, That's why know, fucking yeah. Luke is pissed, and he wants to end the fucking Jedi, bro. Yeah, he's tired of yeah. this shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe it's yeah. fucking somehow it's George Lucas. Like, I bet when George Lucas heard that shit, he was like, "Going out to walk the dogs today. We're gonna do, yay! I'm gonna come out fucking." I'm going to call up Frank and <laughs> Stevie and we're going to get together and talk films again. Deedly deedly deedly. Another oh Indiana Jones motherfucker like Full disclosure, I've only seen the Indiana Jones movies once each probably. Really? Watch the original 3 again. Amazing. Yeah. And I'm more of a Star Wars fan out of the out of the two really? things. Yeah. Yeah, but you can, you'll you'll find time one time when you're when All they right, when your family locks you away in the home, you'll have time to watch true, it. True, true, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll take you on an adventure. You'll be in the Sahara. 
You'll be in. Like, if somebody were to ask me what's my favorite Indiana Jones movie, I probably couldn't tell you because I watched Temple them like back to back. Temple of Doom, probably because it sounds. Dude, the most I memorable. don't even fucking remember, bro. Like, I liked them, but I, I don't know. It just didn't have the, the first same impact one. Dude, just, Star Wars. just watch Raider, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's a, just a fucking incredibly right. fantastic right. film. I'm not. I'm no, not I down. Mean to, I'm, I don't just, mean to browbeat you, but. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I'm more of a sci-fi guy at the end of the day, so it's just, yeah. I feel that shit, boy. Or sci-fantasy, I don't know what the fuck. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. All right. Um, fuck, uh, that's pretty much the end of the uh, news segment shit I have. I don't know what else you guys have. Uh, if you have anything, um, feel free to speak your mind now. Oh, I just wanted to say, uh, I wanted to bring up the issue about, or not issue, like, not die or anything, but... Um, the Anakin. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The last, the uh, the 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 you know, a lot of fan. There's been a lot of like fan speak. Like people support that. You know, what I mean, Hayden Christensen was at the celebration, and talked to people a little bit. Um, what do you think? What do you guys think about like not only Anakin Skywalker, Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker in the Last Jedi? Um. And also, okay. So, um, so just to go real quick, <laughs> if this is true, that involves flashbacks. Am I right? Because it could involve flashbacks or like forced ghost shit. They've already. Forced ghost. Uh, yeah, so yeah. we know. We know. So here's the thing. We know we're not gonna get original release Blu-rays, anything in new media. We know we're just not gonna get those. At, at some point, the editions, the special editions, and stuff. Something was concrete, and like those are the fucking movies. And one of the things to come out of that was Anakin, young Force Ghost at the end of Return of the Jedi. Right, yes. That's just, that's what it is. You know what I mean? So that's their avenue into either having him. And not only that, but they are, have already paid reference in The Force Awakens to him speaking to grandfather, this, this, and that. So there's something there, you know what I mean? And even if they old him up, you know, could still be Hayden Christensen. I don't know. It's really about how much you like Hayden Christensen, I think. <laughs> I mean, him showing up, it could just be him being at the celebration, but there probably is some meaning to it. He probably is. Yeah, it, would round thing, it would round things out in the concrete way that I think the story group is, is focused on. I, th I think he's definitely going to be in the, in the Last Jedi. It might have something to do with the, the Sith training, too, as well. With, uh... Right. Noke. Maybe no, some no, old... He can't, can't be... He trains him with fucking old uh, Anakin training shit or something. Maybe they mix Clone Wars in some there. Anyway, go ahead, Matty. Uh, can't be Sith because he turns good at the end of Return of the Jedi. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, so. It'd have to be like maybe it's yeah maybe it's small maybe it's like like Hollow Cube or something like that'd be cool if they incorporated in the training. I think that's a very good, very smart observation, Andrew. I think as a Star Wars fan, I think you're one of the top guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. Thank you, man. <laughs> it's an honor. Anyway, I didn't mean to derail that whole thing, but. Fucking, I'd be down with it. Like, it is what it is, and things are going good now. So fucking, why not let Hayden in on this? Natalie Portman ain't gonna be in him. No, she she hates Marvel Disney now. Anyway, so Maddie, what did you think about the Hayden if Christensen it thing? If it makes sense, I'm down with it. Doesn't I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah, who gives? I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to see this movie because of Hayden Christensen. I'm going to see it to see what happens with the characters. I'll, want to see now so he's probably won't have that big a part maybe he'll i mean i don't know i mean he's gonna have a scene probably if he has anything more than one or two shots so i'll be just, very 
they're flashing back to what young vader or i guess yeah i mean no one really knows i mean how else would he be oh because he was saying like oh, the ghost possibly, thing like as a ghost that's the only way yeah i gotta be honest that sounds pretty stupid i think it should be a flashback. <laughs> yeah but they don't do many flat well they did do one with the uh, with with ray right uh it was like a when she's a kid dream thing yeah they do a little bit but yeah Star Wars doesn't do a lot of time jumping, whereas Star Trek does nothing but time jumping. Yeah, they play with that. I so. mean, Luke might show Ray how to use the four, like, to conjure up, or, you know, maybe we'll get some Yoda and some fucking Obi-Wan and some, I don't know, I mean. Yoda. I don't know. Yoda's my favorite. Yoda's awesome. <clears throat> Yoda's the best character, bro. More hey. Yoda. Less everything else. I think the thing that <laughs> broke me the most throughout all the Last Jedi shit was the uh, Ryan Johnson changing the scar. I was just like, fucking shit. <laughs> I don't think so that'll mad. be it. That probably won't end up being much of anything, though. You think? You th I mean, that is that really indicative of, of... At the end of the day, you think it's indicative of, of, of a lot of uh, him fucking around with Star Wars? Uh, I just... I mean, I what? don't know. It just seems kind of... <laughs> right, so it, it just bugs me. Let me explain to Mike real quick. So, Kylo Ren and Force Awakens gets a huge gash scar across his face in that last fight oh, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Rey. So, in Last Jedi, it, what has been shown in the trailer is that scar has changed shape and position. And yeah. the director literally just said, I just didn't like that scar. Yeah, but he said, I didn't like that actor. <laughs> yeah. also replaced, like, Ryan Johnson, like everybody. So, JJ. But on JJ's fault, that was mis that was kind of a shitty place, Scar. It'll look good. No worries. I mean, it's kind of like a. It doesn't yeah. mean it doesn't it's mean like Ryan Johnson's not a shit. It doesn't mean JJ Abrams didn't put the scar in like a weird place. Like he didn't really think about it, honestly. I mean, kind of maybe he did. I mean, but, um, I, I don't know. I mean, you can't like. I just. It's uh, whatever. I mean, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think war. I, I I don't think war wounds are supposed to be attractive. Let's when you're getting a fucking war, fight, war, like I, it's I, just I, like. Let me break this down really, yeah. really like break this down a lot right now. The, that scar yeah, was caused because of Ray doing a lightsaber swipe at Kylo Ren in the last has, battle. Is that what line, happened? Or, I yes. hope she has a line where she's like, "Your scar has moved. How strange." <laughs> the Sith, you wench. <laughs> If anything, that says to me not not having a bunch of Star Wars intel, but like it says to me that the director who changed it doesn't really have like a long term big picture outlook on this. Yeah, way Abrams <laughs> does. Fucking, him and fucking not. You're clearly like discontinuing. Him and Lucas, he doesn't. He, he's yeah. like kind of doing his own Lucas thing. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Which what upsets me. Yeah, that's, I agree. Oh, I said he and he and George Lucas are meant. <laughs> the same, the same little fucking Weasley little like I'm a genius, but fucking yeah, this is brilliant, this is great, let's move on with it. But like no, I don't want to. Same director that did Looper, Mike. Oh, Looper. I want to move yeah. the scar. <laughs> he said, that "Dude, that director said I want to move the scar." <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck Ryan Johnson. Yeah, I hope I meet him one day. I'm just gonna come up to him and be like, "Hey, man, I don't like any of your movies. I don't think you're a very nice guy. I really wish you didn't do half the shit you did in Last Jedi. I just wanted to come up and tell you that. Thank you. Do you have anything to say to me before I leave?" And he'll be like, "Not be fucking gone." He'll be like, "You're the third one today." Yeah. 
I'd be like, I really wish I could slap you in the face, but I think I'd get in trouble for doing that. I'm sorry, but I really want to. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't wish any violence on anybody. But if I However, was wishing violence on people. If I could just berate him for a little while. Punch a motherfucker in the face. <laughs> no. But yeah. But no. But yeah. <laughs> Woo. Anyway, hopefully the last Jedi. I mean, the last Jedi, it'll be, it'll be good. Kathleen Kennedy. We got the fucking story group. Story group Dude, is I really be. think it'll be fine. I don't think a scar is an addictive. It's gonna be. It's gonna be anything. great. And I think it'll be fine. Yeah. I think all the shit we're hearing is like a lot of clickbaity fucking movie sites being like, "Oh my god, it's gonna be shit." You know, because we already fucking are worried it's gonna be shit because of Ryan Johnson. However, I think these new sites are trying to like stir up some shit because they, they want to have controversy. Him. They fucking hate him too. I mean, oh. I don't think it's gonna be bad because of the scar. It just bugs me. Yeah, because I, 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 I'm I gonna notice. Because I'm a Star Wars fan, I'm gonna notice. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. Who directed? I, I want to be there when Maddie's just like, and that motherfucking scar, and people are like, oh. First one, it's like episode four of the seventies. No, the JJ um, Abrams Force Awakens. JJ Abrams. Abrams did that one. And then okay, all right. The guy that directed yeah. the Godzilla from 2014 did Rogue One. Yeah, got it. Yeah, Gareth Edwards. And now we have Ryan Johnson. Why did they replace Abrams? They wanted to switch out directors all the they, time. That was the original. The original intent was to to shuffle people around in terms of creative, well, in in terms of like power positions, really. Yeah. Than anything, it's really it's an interesting thing. I like. I hope there's a documentary at some point about like the remake of Star Wars or the resurrecting re- Star Wars. What it took yeah. to make it. What goes into it. I'm sure there are. The priority is one, but like Kathleen Kennedy. Um, the story group that dude Hidalgo, whatever, and fucking involved really. In Jurassic mind. World one and two, the guy that's directing two right now, Colin, Trillin, Tr- Colin Trevorrow. He's yeah. doing episode yeah. nine. He's not directing that. Jurassic World two. Oh, he's not. No, because okay. he's got to get ready to do Star Wars, man. Jurassic that's World true. one, at least that guy's Jurassic. doing episode nine. The latest one. No, he's doing the one after this one coming out. No, no, I mean the latest Jurassic. Yes, the latest Jurassic. Yes. Park, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's all confusing, but yeah. Nah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, hope he doesn't have somebody I, running in heels. Same thing I didn't that like part was, track. yeah, but, you like, know. Why is he sprinting heels? I, you yeah. know, I thought that I thought Jurassic track. World was okay, but to, for, I don't think it warranted being a huge mega hit that it was. I didn't either. What? Well, fucking hit. dinosaurs in it. What's wrong I with you? Every movie with good dinosaurs in it needs to be a fucking mega hit. I was with Jurassic, Jurassic World just took all the all the the good the fun shit from Jurassic Park and just like replicated it. Like I don't know if it's an age thing, but now I'm just like I'm kind of into that. I, I think just recycle that shit. I'm into it. I, I don't go to Jurassic Park movies <laughs> to care about characters. I go to watch fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> I mean, I go for like, a little. I bit just of, could yeah, give a sh- I could give a shit. <laughs> No, like I could give a shit about anyone in when that, that movie. Fucking, when that Chris fucking Chris Pratt could fucking die for all I care. When that raptor is coming Pratt running around the corner in slow mo and shit, like, and Chris Pratt, he's dreamy. Why not? Isn't <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. Right. Sell, sell the motorcycle, bro. Sell those Pratt. fucking movie tickets, but that's not why you're selling the movie ticket to me. I'm going sure, for fucking sure. dinosaurs. Right, that part when the fucking you never saw pterodactyls like that cool in a Jurassic Park movie yet. You wanted to see them in the first two at least, and the third one you got a little bit of shit in the atrium. 
However, in the fucking in Jurassic World, you got this whole fucking like that was so cool. They made it like a bigger theme park. They made it with people there because the one thing about Jurassic Park that I that you know like that works on the same time that you want to see it is there was no people at the actual park. There were no guests. This time there were guests. They upped the ante and those fucking pterodactyls coming down and swooping in on guests was fucking incredible. So by the time that fucking raptor comes running around the corner in slow mo to fucking attack the fucking mutated T Rex Spinosaur or whatever. Like Dominus Rex. Jurassic Park, the book was great. The movies are super enjoyable. One, two, and three. Jurassic World. Like, this is a franchise for me that doesn't really, like... I can kind of keep it on the side here in the back pocket, but it doesn't disappoint for me. I think every single one of these movies has been good. Yeah. Because of Dinosaur. Every single Jurassic Park movie? Yeah. I mean, there's only four of them, but yeah, they've been good. Dinosaurs yeah, aren't dude. explored as much in fucking cinema. They're not explored dude, at all. Yeah, I like those more like the guys. The ones that like swing the tail <laughs> in the Jurassic World. So they were my favorite. Pre- preach Maybe? the gospel of dinosaur oh, yeah. movies, please. Preach it, because uh, there's not enough. Oh, what we need right now is, a, is an Edgar Rice Burroughs fucking Journey to the Center of the Earth fucking reboot with some dinosaurs at the core of the earth what about, oh, shit. or cadillacs and dinosaurs oh you, my god you guys watch a movie Dino just dinosaurs and no humans oh like, fuck yeah i think yeah. Cool. Oh, the yeah, answer yeah. for maddie's most definitely is yes. it was called dinosaurs with db sweeney that's a great fucking uh, fantastic dinosaurs. <laughs> i mean like but not right totally you totally know, you know yeah i would i would just watch a movie of fucking like dinosaurs, dinosaurs. Yeah. or whatever like a psychedelic yeah, it's... fucking dude don't <laughs> get me don't no get subtitles me. Just don't get me in the zone. noises. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I don't mean to yell. Dream movie, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> did did Chris Pratt and all those characters really add that much to that fucking movie that you watched? No, no you're right. you were there for you're fucking, right. you were there for fucking dinosaurs, man. One, one better right. thing is if they were riding the dinosaurs. You're right. They're I mean, right. that's the next move. You got to be riding fucking dinosaurs. You need Chris Pratt on the back of a fucking triceratops with a gatling gun or some shit the the head is like the armor and you need like see this is where the people that made kong skull island need to kind of well no i'm not even gonna say that. i'm not gonna go there that shit oh my god here we go that out. <laughs> but what we need is chris pratt on the back of a dinosaur with dual ak's fucking shooting we need bryce dallas howard like driving a truck next to a bunch of fucking raptors and a bunch of motorcycle fucking Warriors like going into battle Sounds against. Like she got to be aliens. in tactical gear in this next one, man. No <laughs> more, more heroes, no more fucking uh, dress. I mean, can you imagine how hard that fucking was to do, though? Jesus, yeah, Fuck. totally. I, went I think the rails, one of my biggest I, I one of my biggest Jurassic disappointments World. with Jurassic World was whenever you realize that those Velociraptors are on the same side as the other, as the T Rex thing. Yeah. Oh, it's great! I, it's a great I, moment. I want. There's raptor just, blood. That was a disappointment to me because I wanted to see a bunch of raptors just fucking rip that motherfucker apart, man. There's no, there's no way those raptors would have killed that thing anyway. With the group so. mentality, bro, they would have fucking gotten something going on. I don't know. I feel like uh, they they, they would have got the swarm. We saw, going we, we on. saw it. They swarmed around him. He's right. We saw it. Dude, we did see it in. <laughs> it's right. in Jurassic Park, man. And T Rex yeah. fucking destroys them all. He does. Three of them try to take on a fucking T Rex, and this thing's smarter and bigger. It's an animalistic understanding yeah. of ecosystem, like a fucking, you know, like a cheetah will go at some fucking uh, wildebeests 
again and again and again, but like in pack numbers, they may be able to drive them out. But if there's just a few of them, that fucking cheetah's gonna eat them motherfuckers. What was I saying? I, I love it because when <laughs> because when they turn and you don't know if they're on their side, but that time when blue is like yeah. He was like, yo, I remember you, Chris Pratt. I'm going to help you out, help you guys survive. I was like, oh, yeah. this seems so good. Humans and dinosaurs can <laughs> coexist. <laughs> sort of. Animals sort of. <laughs> sort of. But you, that's the thing. You have to understand the relationship, the hierarchy, the ecosystem. Like, we think we're at the top of the food chain because we can fucking paint and shit. But yeah. <laughs> really, they have fucking toe claws that will eviscerate you in an instant. Yeah. We're just kind of on the spectrum of existence here. I, like I think the, the Jurassic Park movies capture that existentialist. Uh... I'd like to think my cat would help me out if a bunch of lions <laughs> came after me. Your you know, cat like, will not do that, bro. For me. Like, come on. Like, do my dog. She's a little cat tiny little do that, thing, man. but she would fuck somebody up if they came at me. <laughs> she would fuck them up. If yeah. somebody pointed a gun at me, I'd be like, you better put that gun away. She's bad. <laughs> she can bite your dick off. <laughs> About a pounce on that ass. She bit my friend's friend's dick recently, nice. which was what? a fiasco. I'm not proud of it, and I scolded her and we punished her adequately. However, she's got a taste for dick now, yeah. and I can't get a taste for dick, bro. It's <laughs> got a taste for dick, so I'm just like I'm responsible for this. Stop, I, re- stop, I, I really <laughs> don't. <laughs> do not fuck with me, Lord. I don't. I know it. <laughs> I hope someone fast forwards to this moment. Water, man. She like, has the taste like, for dick now. I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this in the front, dude. Welcome to Superhouse segment. This is gonna be the first line of this fucking first line of this fucking podcast, bro. After well, after after Stefan's uh, sexual noises, she has a taste for dick now. Welcome to Superhouse. Oh, that's music. perfect. Perfect. Our female Earth. listenership is gonna skyrocket. Yeah, it's kind of fucking. We have none already, bro. However, my dog is a fucking living weapon, and I have control of her mentally, psychically. You like Brand Stark? Like he wargs into yeah. his so fucking. Into... So you bit. If the... I want your dick, bitten <laughs> like <off>. that dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> She'll be the one to do it. It'll be a. a twitch, it, <laughs> She'll be the be, one, not me. Okay. It'll be a twitch. It'll be a twitch of my eye, and, and then I'll say, "Sick dick, sick dick," and then it'll be like, "Oh, oh," and then the credits will roll, and it'll be over. Am I renaming this episode from Game of Thrones predictions to "Sick Dick"? Yeah, taste of dick. I think taste. I of think you have dick. a responsibility to our audience and listenership to do so. A song of dick and balls. <laughs> <laughs> three titles three titles baby you choose choose your own adventure podcast oh Oh, man a song of dick and balls that's the fucking episode I swear to god it's gonna be the name of this episode man alright I'm into it what's next on the docket that's we've been going for three hours, bro. I, I don't got know. at least two more hours before I beat her out. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. The next on the dock is whatever you want, I guess, because I'm I'm fucking out. Whatever you and Maddie um, want, I'm fucking. Man, I'm good. I've had about, done, man. Uh, about six coronas, man. I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm doing real well. Things over here, I think. We've been drinking as well. Yeah, oh my god. god. <laughs>
Anyway. Oh man, good shit though. Oh my god, for sure. Pretty cool. Superhouse podcast, everybody. Woo! Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. Your butts. Bring me on, man. This is great. Yeah, thanks for coming on, dude. Game of Thrones correspondent, man. You're fucking doing it. Game of Thrones is coming. It's great, man. You living up to that fucking yeah. title, bro. I'm telling you that right I'm now. I'm in the books right now. Yeah. I'm currently, yeah, I'm in the. I'm in like halfway through the first. And you've seen the show like four times all the way through. Yeah. Well, more than that, I watched. The more show. than that. Yeah, I watch the show every off season, so I watch it the whole way through before. Fuck yeah. God yeah, damn, that's a dedicated man right there. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Hey, let me ask you a question, Mike, before you yeah. leave. What character in the Game of Thrones universe do you liken yourself to? Who? You know, that's funny because I think about that a lot. That's this is a safe space. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, is it though? <laughs> you know, I have I have two brothers, so like I think about like we we th- we always joke about that. I would say yeah. like, if anything, um, I would say it's tough. If I'm in the north, it's Jon Snow. If I'm in the south, it's Tyrion. Right. That I that I can see in myself, like somebody who respectable know, like, choices. Yeah, I just right. really like those characters. I feel like I resonate with them. They try to do the right thing. You know, yeah. they're not always respected. They they make hard choices. That kind of thing. Yeah. How about you, Maddie? Um. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't really think I like look at. I, I don't know if I like see anyone from that show like that. I. I mean, I like it. I just don't. I don't know. I'd probably have to watch it all again. <laughs> right I just. Don't, I, I don't know. It's just. Uh, I don't very, have an answer for you. Very respectable answer. <laughs> Andrew Bush. How about Good yourself? question. Uh, it's tough, man. I think probably Tyrion, just because he's the most relatable. You're I think he's kind of like he's written he's written to be that way. Sometimes I feel like I'm I'd be Sam too, just because I'm not like I wouldn't be like the warrior. I'd be like I just want to study and uh, and and know things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. yeah. So, I, Bush. Yes, I just want to be the smartest man in the room. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. What what about you, man? I want to say, not to be overly gregarious, but I want to say Jon Snow. Early hair. Not that guy that fucked uh, <laughs> uh, Daenerys. Oh, man. Seems like you like I, that. I want to, yeah, that's probably, in reality, that's probably more the role I fit. Uh, oh, I changed my answer. It would be Rob Stark because he fucked Talisa. Yeah. One <laughs> supposed to. Yeah. Thing. Anybody who fucked Melisandre, that's my character. Um, <laughs> no, but honestly, you mean that old lady. I, I think Arya, Arya starts. I'm into it. If she like put, just, I'm all into she it. Do, all she has to do is put a fucking bracelet yeah. on. I'll break her off a couple times. If she's old. Like I'm like, well, it's a balance. Like whatever. Like if you can give me that here and there. Mike has some like, things to say about I this. I will. I will build you a barn. As long she as keeps that thing on 24 hours a day. No <laughs> yeah. 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 We got no yeah, issue. Yeah. It's yeah. like modern. She, but there's gonna be that like, time she like, takes it off and you walk in and you're like, "Fuck!" Put that and shit back on, dude. I can dude, do that, my, man. I've, I've, my I've span brought... is so short. I'm. I've already yeah. forgotten what you just said. <laughs> yeah. So that shit would just be in my mind while the fucking was happening. I'd be like, "Oh my yeah. god, you're a fucking old witch under this. I can't do this." I would be I've okay. Been, if she was I've been. Shit I've been. Fine. I've been well beneath my initial um, perceivable uh, standards a few times. It ain't that bad. That's really good. That's great. <laughs> if, I, 
probably it's good to go outside that of your magic. Limits. She's like, you're probably intelligent as fuck. We'll probably have the best conversations. You'd get a magic dick <laughs> just fucking. But her. if she gives, if she gives me that necklace every here and now and again, shit, boy, I'm there. Like, anyway, you said Jon Snow. Anyway, oh yeah, yeah, right. So, so Jon Snow. I think Jon Snow because <laughs> no, see, I want to say Jon Snow. I really do. I want to be that character in a lot of ways, but I don't think I have approached death in that kind of way. Like, not like have any of us have, but you know, I don't. I haven't approached a dire circumstance so brittle that it's like turned me emotionally. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't faced what Jon Snow has faced, but I would like to be that. However, I think the character I like in myself most too is Arya Stark. Really? Because there's there's her journey to me like resonates everywhere because I understand the stubbornness, I understand the frustration of like trying to preserve innocence while needing to rid of it in order to survive, you know what I mean? Like for sure. <laughs> I've I've never been a prostitute or anything, like I don't mean to go that dire, but, <laughs> but I see you know, I see that there's still a child in her that still exists. You know, when she was with the play troupe and everything, she like there was still something about her that enjoyed that experience. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's ever died in her. And I think with Jon Snow, he's been forever changed after being killed. And everything that happened before that, that Arya Stark, she only has forward movement at this point. And it's about her choices because she's been able to rid herself of like that League of Assassins or whatever. She's been able to disconnect herself in order to make her own decisions. And I kind of like, I feel yeah. I'm at now in my life. And so when I see her character, I'm just like, oh my God, like, needle to like that's like the tattoo i want you know what i mean like yeah needle, needle to me is her entire it's just the small weapon my penis is not small however <laughs> by the way <laughs> just gonna put that out there well okay however, all right it's this metaphor for this amount of power held and kind of for sure timid held back kind of personality this and I, I mean i guess i'm not really like that completely but when i see her on screen i just i only want her if everybody else died i would only she's, want for her to be alive she's i mean she's definitely a character of identity because she could have been she could have been a lot of different people and, I think and she's been why. able to make choices outside yeah. of these rigid structures and yes. that to me is like the ultimate and dream in terms of yeah there's something about like being like in your you know at least for me like i feel like with aria it's like being in your 30s and being able to like finally decide who you are and i felt like that's yeah. what we saw with aria yeah. after yeah. the house of faces it's yeah. like she's aria stark and she's yeah. that's it you know because when i when i felt like she held on to needle and just hit it and like because i felt like the whole assassin storyline that was going to be her life like that was going to be the course that she yeah went yeah because it seemed so badass all the disguises and she had it gave her so much power but to see her give that power up for what she, the Stark in her, shout out to Maddie, motherfucking my boy. <laughs> the Stark in her, <laughs> the Stark in her shined through when she went back and got her fucking sword and she knows all this crazy shit. And now she's just oh, yeah. like, I have to stand on my own two feet in order to like move forward. God yeah. damn it. I can't wait for that July 16th. show to come on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, we're gonna be losing our minds. Yeah, man, it's it's wild. We're, yeah, it's just Three expected. Months? We're gonna become a uh, fucking Game of Thrones podcast for a bit. Yeah, I'm gonna like. go buy a sword tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I'm gonna have a dragon costume know, on. I've I've walked by this fucking same broadsword for the last few weeks. I'm just gonna buy it. Do it. I'm just gonna get it. Oh my god. So I finally have a reason to wear my loincloth. That's that like that's like you going to see Star Wars with the lightsaber. I guess that's not so out of the question. But... 
next Star Wars, I'm going to go in full Jedi garb and people will try and talk to me like, oh, fucking awesome. And I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Get away from me, nerd. Stop. Don't look at me, fucking asshole. Get out of my way. I'm just going to be like the worst Jedi fan. If you call somebody else a nerd <laughs> while wearing Jedi robes and <laughs> holding a lightsaber, that would be the best, dude. Oh, Make can't sure wait. you film that. The wars are happening. I know. I'm going to get one of those drones that like follows your GPS. I'm, I'm fucking... Oh, I don't have a cameraman. <laughs> anyway. I think that might do it, man. We're, we're over three hour mark, I think. We're right at three dude, hours. Solid man. Oh yeah. Any closing remarks from anybody on the crew here? Uh, wubba lubba dub dub, and away <laughs> we go. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, I can't top that. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, Mike. Good Fucking amazing. I'm sorry thanks, I got Mike. a little drunk and I called you mad at the beginning. Oh, it's all good. I feel really it's bad good. about that. You can edit that out. <laughs> no, it's gonna stay in, man. <laughs> I'm gonna own that, bro. I gotta own that, man. <laughs> gotta own it. <laughs> I was already Safe drinking space. a lot of beers before we started this shit. Safe yes, senior Game of Thrones correspondent, fucking holding In his way. My real name is no one. I am no one. You're the faceless <laughs> man. Oh, that's, the, that's the god I worship, actually. So yeah. it's all good. Yeah. You have any closing remarks? No, man. Just thanks for thanks for moving on. Love the podcast. It was fun. It was fucking really? great. Yeah, man. Good times. All right. Well, thanks for listening. This has been episode sixty-nine. Catch you on the flip flop. I need to say. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. <laughs> yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. Like if you donate a dollar you'll be able to uh, give us a topic for us to talk about. And that's we'll talk dope. about for maybe an hour or more. Who knows yeah. how long it'll take. And that's pretty tight. <laughs> that's the coolest thing. <laughs> Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. <laughs> if you and don't... we can make money. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. <laughs> if you give us a grant, who knows what'll happen. Check us out. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> You get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> but you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. I'll give you a for For $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. Superhouse Gigolo Project 2017. <laughs> Links in the description. 